Are you guys ready to get started? Sure. All right. Five minute mark. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Woods Cast. Uh, it's Monday, January 11th. This is a podcast where two dudes uh, have too many bever- beverages. We were apparently told we we're brothers, and we're still investigating that. But we get together and just kind of bitch about the news and scream into the void about everything that's bothering us. And as always, everything is made up, and the outline doesn't matter, even though I spend hours on that fucking thing. But, do um, you really? I, it takes longer than you fucking think. Really? It like, does, well, man, that's awesome. I, well, I, <laughs> I used to, I used to send it to you assholes, and nobody I mean, read it. So what the fuck? You could still send it to I me. Oh. I would have liked to seen it. I, I remember Shay's exact quote was, "Wow, that's detailed. Fuck this." <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm not. That, that, yeah. I don't, I'm not about that life. <laughs> So anyway, I am Justin coming to you from Chicago land. With me, per the usual, is my young, younger brother Shay in Colorado. What's going on, Shay? What it do? And uh, with us today, we got two of our buddies who come on podcast, help us talk about all of the woo fuckery that is uh, our current uh, republic. We got uh, John from Kentucky. What's going on, John? Yeah, I'm I'm afraid that I'm not prepared for this since I have not received the outline. Oh, y'all can suck it. <laughs> Well, then I would say you need to get better at thinking on your feet, sir. This is a modern work environment, so things change quickly. Yes, and and with us, the fourth horseman here is our buddy Adam from West Virginia. What's going on, Adam? Hi, nice people. Yep, so we got four dudes, four states, and three time zones. This is going to be a wild ride. Uh, Justin, I want you to to say something to me. I I want you to repeat this phrase back to me. I don't like where this is going at all. Oh, it's it's it's. It might get a little hard, but that's fine. Don't worry about it. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. I'll take things Shay says when he orgasms for two hundred. <laughs> oh, it's such an O face. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we'll get. Yes, we'll have to get to that. And actually, because of the uh, uh, rampant goosh. And because of the rampant um, fucking, uh, I don't know, treason, uh, insurrection, um, not nice people, that almost got uh, eclipsed over this week. But we'll have to talk about right? it because it's, it's super fun. Um, all right, so let's start with with the uh, the numbers of the week. What's everybody sipping on right now? I got some beers. I just replaced the keg, so I'm good to go. Beers and whiskey. Beers and whiskey. Uh, Yes, I have some Jameson because it was four dollars for the bottle. There you go. I think John's got something pretty. Yeah, I got some Angel's Envy. What is that? It's a uh, bourbon finished in port wine barrels. Ooh. There's a Tim, there's a, whis- a Canadian whiskey I buy that's finished in rum barrels that is delicious. I actually have a I have a plantation rum over here and might hit up next. Racist. So. Adam, are we staying sober? No, oh, no, he's got a drink. Nope. No, no, I've got a uh, Cuba Libre, which is what you can call it when you drop a lime wedge in it, and uh, <laughs> so uh, which sounds a little more like a like a sophisticated expat drink instead of a white trash barfly drink. Yeah, I, I can, I see that. I totally see that. Sometimes it, it's uh, you're not uh, wrong. I had somebody say, uh, "God, I don't remember what it was. It was a very, a very fruity sounding drink, like some, you know, like a." Uh, you know, a Caribbean, you know, hammock or something. And I was like, what's that? And it, it was a fuzzy navel. Like, that's what <laughs> that's always fun. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not hating on a fuzzy navel. I'll pound no. 11. I'm with you, but like, just, just say fuzzy navel. It's fine. Everybody. I was at some bar somewhere when they were trying to sell me this like 
fucking like fifteen dollar cocktail, and I, I distinctly remember like locking eyes with the bartender, going, "All right, can we all just agree this is just a Long Island iced tea?" Right, right. Like that's all it is. Like it's just a Long Island. And then I, you know, I pulled it. He's like, "No, it's different." And I pulled up the ingredients for a Long Island and put it in front of him. And the bartender shit, you know, goes, "Huh? I don't know, man. I'm just told to sell it. You want right. one?" I was like, "No, I'll take a Long Island." Years ago at Sharky's in Huntington, um, we went there and they had what they called a hand grenade, which was a Long Island iced tea with uh, uh, pineapple juice instead of a uh, sweet and sour mix. And they were good. We had like two or three of them. We went back to get another round and the guy said, no. And we were like, what? Like, we were in our mid-20s. We weren't like trying to like scam fake IDs or anything. Like We were old enough to drink. And like, what are you talking about? And he's like, those are too strong. Everybody's only allowed two. And we're like, that's horse shit. He's like, well, that's how it works. I was like, all right, we'll take eight Roman Cokes. And he's like, well, what do you mean? I was like, you have a rule on this hand grenade bullshit you made. I would like eight Roman Cokes. He's like, oh, for like the four of you? He's like, no, me personally would like eight Roman Cokes right now. He's like, do you have a rule on Roman Cokes? And he didn't think fast enough to be like, well, we have a rule about overserving or something like that, you know, serving yeah. too many drinks at once. He was just like, fuck. <laughs> so we made all these rum and cokes and I didn't want to eat drink all of them I was just trying to be a dick and I was like Seth come on right now we drink some rum and cokes yeah uh, I could I could drink four rum and cokes yeah I mean yeah I, just... I can't say I'm not even going to say I could I have seen me do it mm -hmm. oh, oh I, I know I've yeah. seen me do it too actually I was I was uh, I think the, the only the only one of us here I don't think I know the only one of us here with kids is, is John and uh, since my I don't have a 9 to 5 job as it is and with COVID I go into work really sporadically my sleep schedule is so fucked up. Like I, I uh, almost slept through a one o'clock meeting today, and uh, rocking, dude, yeah. that's solid. So I'm like working late, drinking even later, and then like sleeping in late. And Rachel was like, you know, if we have kids, this wouldn't be a problem. And I was like, I think that would be a, a expenditure that's not worth just uh, me getting up early. Yeah, you could just buy some extra alarm clocks. Or yeah, something. you still, you, you still get your drinks then. Believe me. Yeah. Except they're they're. Uh... I'll, I'll be honest with you. Every single person I know that has a kid, I, I don't know. I don't understand where this this idea that like, well, I've had a kid, I got to stop drinking as much. If anything, every single person I know that has young kids drinks significantly more than they used to. It's just about when you get it in. It's right, like, all yeah. right, cool. You know? <laughs> yeah, you got to plan it a little a little more. Yeah, I got I've got this amazing picture of a friend of mine uh, who a shower name remain nameless because uh, it's trashy as fuck but he's got his like <laughs> fucking you know he's got like his six month old son cradled in you know his arm like a waiter does a like a serving tray and then in his hand is a whiskey and then in his other hand is this big ass blunt and he's giving the thumbs up and it, and he's standing in front of the French doors of his house and if you look back through the doors to the living room you can see his wife looking at him from behind <laughs> it's, it's the best thing I've ever seen well, I mean, like, like what? Up. I still got a party. It's like, Jesus Christ. I, mean, I, I grew up, like, knowing, like, you know, Shay and I would go out with our parents and we'd go to, like, bars and restaurants, which is nothing out of, out of out of hand, you know, your parents take you to, like, an Applebee's or something. But, like, as I grew up and learned how skeezy some of these bars were we were at, like, yeah, we were just over in the corner playing, you know, Pac-Man and, you know, whatever video game they had and our parents are getting hammered and it's like, it's like, it's bars I wouldn't go to when I was in my 30s. Like, that place is rough. Like yeah, there I was there just like playing fucking uh like Cuban or whatever Donkey Kong. 
Gentlemen, I believe we have digressed. Ah, it's no, all right. No, 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 no. All right, so the, the weekly numbers. Oh, what, look at these nerds with a schedule. I know you want those seven minutes back. Sorry, um, but uh, all right. So the weekly numbers is uh, we are in the one thousand four hundred fifty-two fifty-second day of the Trump administration. Uh, North Korea situation has been solved for nine hundred thirty days. Shay, if you want to, if you want to polish up that coin you have uh, every day, uh, except the fact that North Korea now says it will br- make more nukes and bring us to our knees because of our. Uh, uh, increased aggression, so that that's good. I thought we solved that problem. Hey, uh, Kim Jong Un, we'll bring your mom to her knees. Yeah. yeah. What was that about digressing? Um, yeah. <laughs> all right, we. Uh, it has been. Um, uh, Slow news week. Yeah. Well, no, it has been 390 days since Donald Trump has been impeached. Uh, it has been 65 days since he. Uh, uh, since the 2020 election was called, um, we are currently sitting at 74,216,744 uh, MAGA hats that still can't deal with that motherfucking fact. And um, it's been uh, 292 days since uh, we had a – I think that's wrong. I think I forgot to update that. Since uh, March 11th, we've been in a global pandemic. Uh, Joe Biden will be the president in nine days. And we are currently under one day until Donald Trump is impeached for the second time, apparently. Um, COVID news. Um, we got some funny stuff here, and always not some funny stuff. We got twenty three point one million cases in the United States, over three hundred eighty five thousand American deaths. That's over one hundred twenty eight nine elevens, or as we say on the on the podcast, uh, ninety six kilo Benghazis. Um, the seven day average, uh, seven day case average is still two hundred fifty four, eight hundred sixty six cases a day. That's fucking insane. And um, the problem there is that if you pay attention to how this this trend works, um, in about uh, what's the numbers? It's between fourteen and tw- uh, fourteen and twenty six days or something like that is the average. So you take one point seven percent as our mortality, multiply that by two hundred fifty four thousand, and in about two and a half to three weeks, that's how many deaths we'll have a day. So you can track this shit out. Um, right now, we're currently we're currently having a thirty two hundred deaths a day. So that's cool. Uh, uh, basically a 9-11 a day. And um, Donald Trump hasn't said shit about that since like mid, mid-November. But the House has passed the $900 billion relief act. So um, we'll get some relief for COVID. Um, what the cool thing is, is we got a vaccine that's getting started to roll out. Um, I know uh, Our Jeff, mom is vaccinated. Our mom has had the first dose. She's a teacher. She's an elementary school teacher. Uh, she is in her 60s. Uh, so she was not the. F- she should not have been in the first trench because she's not old enough. But I don't as think she a- was. Huh? I don't think she was. No. First. Well. She's, yeah. Uh, yeah. No. But but the, I, I don't remember what order she was. But as a grade school teacher, our mother's been vaccinated. John, I know your wife is works in a hospital. She's mm-hmm. gotten the first and second dose. Uh, my <laughs> wife, as an RN, has gotten a first and second dose as of this Saturday. So like, our frontline healthcare workers are getting the vaccine, and that's great. Mm-hmm. Um. The problem is the bitch marks are a little fuzzy. Um, so I was told, and you guys can correct me, that uh, uh, Operation Warp Speed had promised 20 million vaccinated Americans by the end of January. But when I went back and reread that, they just they promised 20 million doses. And we're there. Um, we've got 25.5 million doses like out there. 9.3 million have been administered. They've been put in arms. So we still got a long way. We, you know, it's the infrastructure that Donald Trump didn't put in place to get those vaccines into arms is the problem here. Um, 
But the bigger problem is, is we're still going to have asshats. And I'm talking about this deck, this dick uh, in Oregon, the pharmacist in Oregon that, that destroyed 500 doses because he thought it would uh, um, not be safe. I believe that was, that was Wisconsin. In Wisconsin. Was yeah. it Wisconsin? Did I type Oregon and it still did that for me? All right. All right. Well, okay. It's Wisconsin. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. the great state of Oregon. Well, I could have sworn I Googled, uh, Googled that and it said Oregon. Um, but anyway, yeah, why would he do that other than he is a complete dick? I, I feel like that covers it. <laughs> I'm looking at the article now. Yeah, you guys are right. Wisconsin. I don't know why I said Oregon. All right. Um, I mean, we have a lot of dicks right now. Uh, well, I, uh, I and guess ass hats. Right. So he, he said that it would uh, rewrite your DNA. And uh, now you might want to say, like, where would somebody get that idea from? And I can tell you where you would get that idea from. And you're going to get that idea from a, a young man named Alexander Jones. And he is going to tell us why that happens here. Everybody can see my screen? Yep. All right. Now this Man, is... he has the worst kind of, like, annoying douchebag beard that's oh, trimmed yeah. up. Yeah, it's yeah, like... It's bad. It, and, doesn't and... it doesn't come far enough down on it. Yeah, I hate that shit. And he is uh, he's wearing a jacket that is two sizes too small. Yes. Uh, he is wearing a button-up shirt that I would pay him $1,000 if he can butt that top button of that shirt. Around that fat neck he's got. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna talk shit. I don't think any button up shirt I have I can button yeah. the top. Well, that's. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you buy him like that, that's fine. But Alex, this, this. I'm gonna play a clip from uh, Infowars, and this, this is, this is verbatim shit that they say all the time. This is from um, uh, New Year's Eve. So this is in the first hour of his show. Now, Shay, of the people on the podcast, I think you're gonna recognize the video. You'll see. Try to keep. You can laugh and make fun, but try, don't don't say what what it's from, and we'll talk about that later. I think you're going to recognize the uh, the yeah. video he plays. Years away, oh, and we have a powerful corporate world government trying to put in our bodies a mutagenic compound made up of human genomes and jellyfish genomes, just in the yep. Pfizer vaccine alone, yep. to reprogram the entire body. <laughs> Now, what is this? Well, this is really is the equivalent of an intruder cell with an entire genome of multiple species. Shady, you recognize oh, this? A chimera clone of a human what? and a jellyfish coming in and assimilating an entire body. The jellyfish is a hive organism, a colony organism. It's a colony organism of human genomes going in and taking over every cell that replicates in your body. Take it Only thing that will be the original you when it's done is the cells in your eyes and any eggs in a woman's ovaries. All other cells are to be taken over. That shit. And it's all happening in the year 2021. It didn't come from some distant. What? That's from the thing. 
<laughs> Galaxy. That's John Carpenter's The Thing. Right, right, right. What the fuck? That's so, amazing. <laughs> now, that, is just, that is just a clip of Alex Jones saying what he says all the time about how every vaccine will change every part of your DNA at all. Now, of course, he's, at the end he said the only thing that won't be changed is the cells in your eyes, the cells in, I think, uh, in your ovaries and, and the eggs or some bullshit. But that was played over, if you you know, this is, of course, an audio medium. You heard that nice music click up there and the small... What he was playing was the um, the graphic from John Carpenter's 1982 classic, The Thing, where the scientist puts in the, the sample of the DNA and it shows that it can replicate so fast. They just fucking photoshopped over it to put RNA vaccine in there. That's amazing. And it's oh, such a dick. Of course, John Carpenter's 1982 classic based on the 1939 novella, um, Who Goes There, by uh, um, John Campbell Jr., uh, great read. But, like, that's the shit that, that is put out in the world. And the fact that you're a pharmacist and, and picking up on that and, and destroying vaccines that I would like to have two of is absolutely fucking infuriating. There was a movie in the 50s called Thing from Another World, too, by the way. Yes, anyway. that was bad. I don't think that was very good. Not for the time it wasn't. Yeah. So, yeah, fuck you, Alex Jones. Um, if you pay attention to that show long enough, you'll notice that all of Alex Jones is, like, he, he, he goes back to, like, so many sci-fi movies. He's just a sci-fi nerd that you know has a has a radio show, and it's and as as a sci-fi nerd that has a podcast, I'm offended by that. But we're getting there, I guess. We're going to get vaccines. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I kind of feel like hanging out at a hospital because we've got. Um, have you guys heard about these frontline workers that are refusing to take the vaccines because of shit yes. like this? Yep, that bothers me. That bothers me. It makes me want to just hang out at the hospital with the sleeveless shirt on, constantly swabbing my arms with alcohol just, just in case somebody's like, nah, I don't want it. Just to be right there. Just be right there to get it. Because that kind of thing's happened. Somebody, so, I don't know. Did you guys hear about the story? I believe it was in California. They uh, got mad at a pharmacist because he gave two vaccines to just middle-aged people. Because if they, he hadn't given them to him, he'd have to throw them away. Because they've been out of refrigeration too long, so he, yeah. he just he just told the next two people in line, like, "Hey, if you want the COVID vaccine, I got two right here. If you don't take them, I'm throwing them away." And they took him, and people complained that he had like skipped ahead, or you know, there's all this this worry about people paying for him. But I say, just get them to everybody. Let's do this. Right. Well, my my understanding is the federal government is is currently holding uh, back quite a few of them. Um, for the fact that they're you're supposed to get two doses, so they're, I guess, holding back, possibly for the second dose, or they're holding back because it, it's the Trump administration and they're terrible at most things that they do. Um, and my understanding is obviously that Biden's going to try to push all those out there mm-hmm. here in the next, I guess, nine days. Biden has talked about invoking the Defense Production Act to ramp up vaccine production and distribution, which uh, for for the uninitiated is uh, where he would conscript private companies into government contracts to manufacture and distribute vaccines and their components. Sounds like socialism to me. I'm always confused about how that would, in theory, work, because it's not like the government can just make more they they can't just snap their fingers and have there be more facilities to make these things like i imagine any facility that can produce it is already running at full blast well i I think what what they can do is is call up 
you know, Justin's glass factory that, mm-hmm. you know, is hypothetical until Justin's glass factory, guess what you're going to do? You're going to make vials for vaccines yeah. and then you're going to take a government contract rate for uh, it. Okay. Yeah, and, yeah. Or it could be, hey, you know, Pfizer has quite a few labs in the United States. Uh, hey, you're going to go ahead and start pr- producing more than what our contract already, you know, was for because that, that's kind of one of the, the limiting yeah. factors currently or what they've agreed to contract for currently. Yeah. I, I know that the, the Trump administration has used the um, NDA to um, make, make things like Adam was saying, vials, uh, swabs, things like that to get the vaccine produced and in and, and like a package. And, and, but they haven't done a lot with like, they've made it and they, it's just kind of sitting around right now because the infrastructure to go from the federal to the state to people is is not there. We need it. We need it fast. We need it yesterday. But um, yeah. I, I, well, John, you were saying like I'm I'm totally cool with it. if I get my first dose. That second dose that has my name on it um is like held back so that when I come back in 21 days, I don't have to worry about it being there. But uh, I believe the UK, uh, Boris Johnson has done the opposite of that. They've used all available doses <clears throat> to get everybody um their first dose. And they're kind of hoping that that first dose will inoculate them to COVID until they can have a second round of production. And that's a that's a way of thinking at it about it. But Pfizer is like, we didn't test it like that. You know, like if you if you want to if you want to space out the second dose longer than 21 days, then we can't guarantee the effectiveness of the vaccine the way we can. You know, well, I did listen to an interview from Scott Gottlieb, who was former uh, the former uh leader of the FDA and he he pretty much said that there shouldn't be a manufacturing issue that there will continue to be a supply um, that we shouldn't be holding back so he I think was pretty much for Biden's proposal of just sending out as much as you possibly can um, (coughs) from day one yeah oh and and that's that's what Boris was was kind of talking to but I don't think he had the backup of the production guys yet to say like yeah we can get the the second you know the second dose is there in time but i i I don't know just fucking vaccine cannons let's do this like i don't care so tired of this shit yeah and now that we have a vaccine and i'm hearing people go well i don't know what's in it well i'm nuts you don't know what's in a pop tart but i've seen you eat five of those today so well shut the fuck up it has chemicals it's bad never mind that everything is made up of chemicals very true very true what's what's that classic fucking facebook post where the guy like lists all the uh, uh, chemical components of an apple. Yeah, and That's he's like, one. "You wouldn't want this in your kid, would you?" And the lady's like, "No, see, this is my point." And he's like, "All right, you're a dummy. I just listed everything that's in an apple." Yeah. So, so you know. Shut up. Shut um, up. All right. So before we talk about the woo fuckery that is the uh, attempted overthrow of a constitutional republic, um, some good news is, as the Democrats are in charge of all of it that they were trying to overthrow. Um, the runoff elections for uh, Warnock and Ossoff were, uh, in my opinion, a surprise. They won both of those, giving the uh, Democrats and the Republicans... Uh, Democrats have 50 seats in the Senate now uh, with um, uh, uh, Vice President-elect uh, Kamala Harris will be the uh, tie-breaking vote because she is the president of the Senate, giving the Democrats control of the uh, Senate, the House, and the presidency. Now, I am not an idiot. I know that a 50-50 Senate is not a 
slam dunk for anything. There's a lot of woo, you know finagling that's going to have to be done to get the stuff they want through. Because and I got, I got to, I'm going to tell this right now. I'm going to spend the next two years being real pissed at Joe Manchin. I bet. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what, guys? By the time you're done bribing Joe Manchin for his vote on stuff, right. Carlson is going to look like Dubai. Yeah, <laughs> true, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Fucking yeah, dude. Hover cars and shit. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> yeah, that's the stance he's taking. That's amazing. And actually, like, I mean, from if you're going to be completely fucking greedy, um, from Joe Manchin's standpoint, that's not a bad place to be. Like, you've made sure you're uh, like the waffling Democratic vote on so many things that now. Like Adam said, like everything's gonna have to go through fucking Joe Manchin, and if he likes it or doesn't like it, it's gonna have to add a wing to his house, you know, wing onto the the state capitol. Well, and, and the reason that's the case for somebody like Joe Manchin, and it it is to an extent for somebody like um, John Tester in Montana, right? Too, yeah. Is that is that they are, and it's not that they're like more moderate than everybody else in the Senate. I mean, they, they are to an extent. But the, the reason that those are the people you have to bribe is because they are immune from left-wing pressure campaigns. Right. They just do not give a shit. Do not give a shit about all of the folks from New York and San Francisco writing letters to their office. Oh, because no. well, they, they do not have to watch their left flank whatsoever. Right. And and they don't have to watch their left flank whatsoever. And all, like you said, they don't give a shit. Like um, John Tester, who has a, uh, a crew cut that you can set your watch by, <laughs> he um, – out there in Montana, he doesn't give a shit. He doesn't give a shit. And the other thing, like, um, Joe, Joe Manchin doesn't give a shit, period. I don't think he gives a shit about whether you're a Democrat or Republican, West Virginian. He's like, fuck you, I'm a senator. You're going to fucking vote for me next time anyway. Uh, kiss my ass. And Here's a question. In that, in that that campaign ad that Joe Manchin did a while ago where he said he was going to take aim at, I don't know, fucking something, and then he holds uh, up a bill. I believe it was carbon. Uh, carbon, Car- uh, carbon, carbon t- whatever. Taxes, yeah. I, I don't care about the politics of it. Do you think he made that shot? I don't think he made that shot because he fired that. He fires that rifle, and then it cuts to. I think they they had like a rifle on a stick, like when you zero in a scope, right? So he could get because it was like dead fucking center, like hot, like exactly in the center of that bill. Anyway, I, I don't think well, he made that I shot. I mean, it might have also just been like perspective to make him look farther away than he was. That's true. That's true. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I'm calling for a 9/11 style investigation into whether or not he made that shot. <laughs> but by the no. way, there there are. Uh, Joe Manchin shooting legislation is like a, a genre of campaign ads in oh, West yeah. Virginia. Oh, definitely. There was not only that campaign ad in, in 2012 where he shot the cap and trade bill. There was also in 2018 tra- yeah. the ad where he shot the lawsuit to overturn the ACA. That's right. Yeah, he's uh, he's the is he the only Democrat endorsed by the NRA? Uh, no. I don't know that he is anymore. Can't I, he, be. Uh, yeah. He probably the, is. The NRA doesn't endorse Democrats anymore. I mean. In reality, though, he has not been the sole deciding factor on any legislation, really, and I don't really foresee him being the one vote to go against Democrats at the end of the day. I think he waits and finagles to know whether or not something's going to pass or not without him before he uh, goes and votes with other Republicans. So I don't foresee it to be as big of a deal as maybe a lot of other people make it out to be oh shit john you said that we might as well call joe mansion and tell him just to stay home <laughs> yeah dude my now, boy john says it's not gonna be a problem you don't even need to vote it's good another another good one uh in um it wasn't a campaign ad um the governor of montana i'm not 
uh, uh, protect me, Schweischer. I don't know what if he's oh. he's he, he's not he's not the governor now. Bullock was the governor. Yeah. Okay. So from from 2005 to 2013, the the, the governor of Montana was Brian Schweischer. And and he was a uh, and he's a Democrat. He was a Democrat. I'm sure he's still a Democrat. But he's just not the, the governor. But um, the, the conservative House passed a bunch of like really really conservative bullshit bills, and he fired up his uh, cattle brand because he's apparently a rancher, and like he put he like stapled the uh, the legislation to a big board with the um, with the with the the bill numbers there, and then branded through the paper veto. Like he just branded him with veto. He like he did that for like six or eight of them, and he's like, "Y'all suck. I'm not doing. I'm doing this." And they, they, it was pretty fun. I mean, that's not a campaign ad, but it was pretty cool too. We need, we need more of that stuff. We need. Yeah, we need... there. Uh, fun fun fact about uh, Schweitzer uh, vetoing shitty bills with a branding iron. That veto branding iron was like a gift from a a, a donor who was like a blacksmith. That's Ooh. dope. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm just waiting for this to, like, okay, shooting legislation with a rifle is fun, but, like, we need to get back into, like, Tannerite stuff. Like, we need oh. to escalate this so that, like... Man, Tannerite's illegal in Colorado, huh? It just starts too many fucking fires. You, exactly. It's ridiculous. You can... No, but get this bullshit. You what can does buy it, start a fire in Colorado? You can buy it, but you On can't Amazon. use it in the state. So, like, I could buy it and then go up to Wyoming and blow up all the shit I want, but I just can't use it in the state. But right. goddamn, do I love Tannerite anyway. No, that's good stuff. Um, all right, so I, I don't know about you guys, but I was I was actually a little bit godsmacked when they when both Warnock and Ossoff won. I know that uh, Joe Biden had won Save Georgia, and that was a huge upset. And those Democrats were still there; they didn't move out. Of course, Donald Trump and his cronies had said that there was, uh, of course, more voter fraud there. Who's who was it that ran against Loeffler? That was Warnock, right? That was uh, Warnock. Uh, yeah, Warnock. Yeah. I expected him to win because she just sucks. No, and she's yeah, also, like she's her. also, yeah, and she's also appointed. Like she was, she didn't run. So yeah, like, she did. Right. yeah, like typically, like historically speaking, <clears throat> excuse me, if you've been appointed to a position like that, and you didn't run. You tip it. You you have a disadvantage. Like I expected her to lose and then Purdue to win, and then I stayed up till about. I, I stayed up until it flipped. To where that like all the news sources were being like it's probably going to be the Democrats, but we're not going to say that yet. And I got hammered and felt awful the next day, and it was worth it. But I thought it would be a one-one. I thought one race they'd win and they'd lose the Purdue race. So I, I know this is a a lot easier to say after the fact, but I'm sure if you want to like do some detective work, you can go back through my social media and find where I predicted it. But I expect. Oh yeah, to, I remember. I, I, I expected both Warnock and Ossoff to win, and I can uh, go on at length for why I thought that was the case and why I think there was a, I no. There was a lot of good fact. data to suggest that. Like, well, here's the thing: both just... Warnock and Ossoff were were polling ahead in the the last about month of the race, yeah. and everybody just kind of rejected that because of the polling miss in 2020. But I, in the general, but I, I think that. We were right. The people who viewed the polling and the runoff to be a return to the norm rather than a continuation of the aberration were correct. Um, because I think if you compare 2016, 2018, 2020, and then the runoff and the accuracy of the polls, the, the, the answer is not that polling is getting worse. The, the answer is not that polls are becoming more wrong. The answer is that 
when Donald Trump is on the ballot, a lot of people who don't answer polls come out and vote. And right. when he's not on the ballot, they don't. Yeah. 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 It, it was pretty much a further reaction to the 2020 election, which meant that some people <laughs> stayed stayed in it and voted, and other people just got pissed off and decided they weren't going to vote. Well, let's, let's not forget that Donald Trump, um, having lost the 2020 election, um, basically tripped over his own dick and landed in Georgia to give some of the stupidest fucking rallies I've ever heard in my life. Right oh. after right after it was exposed that he had called the governor of Georgia and said, like, hey, motherfucker, find me 1,100 and, and 780 votes. He, he did every, everything he could to lose an election for them. And I, I appreciate that from him. Yeah, the the winning pitch, the winning pitch of the elections are rigged, your vote doesn't matter, come out and waste your time. Yeah. I'll say, I'll say I'm amazed that didn't turn out voters. Jesus Christ. Well, and, and not only was he saying, like, hey, it's all rigged, they cheated you, go do it again, because they'll cheat you. For some reason, that didn't work out. But then he said, and the governor who oversees the election and the secretary of state are bastards and won't give me more votes. Like... Where are you going with this? Like, and and not only, I mean, we haven't even talked about the fact that um, uh, Donald Trump fucking hamstrung Mitch McConnell with the, uh, you know, requesting $2,000 for each American for the uh, COVID relief bill that uh, Mitch McConnell, of course, threw out the window. But that made all of, that made both um, Purdue and um, Warner, um, like, have to, like, suddenly be for that. Like, before Donald Trump, but not the Republican Party. And then it also made them be like, hey, vote for us, because if you vote for us, then we'll put Mitch McConnell back in charge, who is not going to give you $2,000, even though we want to vote for it. But whatever. Like, <clears throat> that was horrible. And, and again, uh, Loeffler and Purdue were horrible candidates like Purdue not like not debating Ossoff that one time and he just got to stand there and say whatever the hell he wanted to do on on the debate stage for what was it 60 minutes like yeah. that's just golden well like, yeah the, the fact that you had two uh sitting senators uh running for re-election obviously one of them is not a true incumbent right. uh, but they are both had participation uh, trophy they both had their own claims of insider trading going on in the past right. year it's pretty golden yeah, it was, and, and they they had profited off COVID specifically. Oh, like they yeah, were told definitely. what was going to happen with COVID, and they made moves in the stock market to make sure that they landed where they would have the most. And, and like, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't I don't know about Purdue off the top of my head, but I know I know Warner is like super wealthy. Like her husband was like Lawfer. I'm sorry, Lawfer. Yeah, yeah, she's loaded. Yeah, yeah. she's loaded. And, and she is I, – I hate that woman so much. Like, she is the classic – because <laughs> one of my uh, – one of the other uh, uh, podcasts I follow was talking about how that now that she's no longer going to be in office, she doesn't have to buy flannels to fool Trump supporters so that, that stocks with the flannels hats. are going to crash and the hats. Like, that, that bitch has never done anything in her life that's required a flannel shirt. Get the fuck out of here. Isn't she an heiress? I don't remember. Well, her husband is a um... – uh, hedge fund dude, right? Uh, her, yes. her husband. Her husband owns the New York Stock Exchange. Yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, and and like her wearing those hats. And don't get me wrong, I'm a big fan of a woman in a ball a ball cap. I'm I'm a super fan of a woman that pulls that ponytail out the back. You know that that, that that's that's a great look for women. 
Yeah, she wore but the... when you when you start doing it, like the second oh, yeah. you, you land in an election in right. uh, in like a rural heavy state. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, it, that would be like seeing Melania Trump show up wearing a fucking cowboy hat to a rally in Texas. Like, get right. the fuck out of here! Right? Yeah. It's it's so it's so transparent, and 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 one of the things that I think is is transparent in all of this, and what shines through all of it, is that people. Um, again, I don't know Purdue's background. I just know he's he was the sitting senator. He, I'm sure he's pretty wealthy, but he's doing fine. But the fact that um, Loeffler was doing this is like a hobby. Like, yeah. she didn't need to be a senator. She didn't have any policy agendas that she wanted to get through to make the lives of rich people better other than no taxes. Like, she just like, you know what, I'm bored. Let's buy a Senate seat. You know, that's how she approaches this. And that kind of politics excuse me, just annoys the shit out of me. Of course, uh, with, with what she used her Senate seat to do, uh, I mean, it just seems like it was get, getting appointed to the U.S. Senate was cheaper than buying her own Bloomberg terminal. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard that exact quote. I think I've seen that tweet, too. It's <laughs> yeah, fucking I, hilarious. I, yeah. I stole that. I didn't make it up. Yeah, I, 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 and I don't know how much a Bloomberg terminal is, but I think you're right. <laughs> I think it is cheaper. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I was I was going to point out she does own the uh, Atlanta Dream, which is the WNBA team in Atlanta, I and they, they actively, like – Protested her, yeah. Protested yeah. her, so that's pretty glorious. Yeah, yeah. They uh, they told her fuck right, fuck off, um, and and she pretty much fucked off. But I mean, uh, apart from the 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 obvious and glaring missteps that the candidates made, and and they were uh, indeed obvious and glaring, um, especially in the case of Kelly Leffler deciding to uh, in a special election or in a special runoff election where the the turnout is is predicted to be lower than normal uh picking a fight with the black church in georgia um uh, apart from that which you know that's kind of a other than that mrs lincoln how was the play yeah but yeah, <laughs> yeah. but uh, apart from that uh, i think this is really a continuation of a, a turnout trend we've been seeing which is that um, whereas in the past, low turnout elections tended to l- lower than, than norm turnout elections tended to benefit Republicans. Um, the, the shift in each party's coalition, where Republicans have moved more toward relying on um, white non-college voters, and Democrats have been getting an increased share of, of white college voters from the suburbs, who are much more reliable voters, Right. Um, I, I think we're seeing a, a change in that dynamic where Democrats will do better the lower the turnout is because their coalition uh, are, are more are increasingly more reliable voters. Right. It, and, and that's that's one of those things that's going to change over time. It's it's one of those things that in, in the um, I mean, everybody wants Texas to go blue and Texas goes blue. The Republican Party, as it as it stands, is completely fucked. But like those type of demographic shifts are what will make something like that a reliable, you know, trend. I mean, I'm not saying that first time Texas goes blue, it can't go red again. But like, if if like what Adam was saying, those reliable voters <coughs> become more and more democratically reliable voters, then that I mean, a lot of things are going to have to change. Um, like with the one of the things that cracked me up is with the win of Warnock and Ossoff giving the Senate to the Democrats, 
people are like, you know, I, Shay and I talked about this. I think I talked about it with, with, with John too. Like, you know, with Mitch McConnell taking two uh, Supreme Court seats away from uh, Barack Obama, we should just be like, well, fuck you. Uh, or at least one. One. Well, one from I, Barack Obama, yeah. One from yeah. Barack Obama, and I still consider uh, RGB seat. Yeah, no, I get that. If, if um, you're, if you're, I understand that logic. If you're, if you're going based on the idea that the reason Obama got his denied was because it was an election year, <laughs> yeah, right. That right. logic, st- if that logic were still to be applied, then yes, too. Right, and and then when we discuss this, when we discuss that if we could win the Senate and the house, uh, in the House and and the presidency, we should we should do things like you know, I, don't, I I would like to say behead Mitch McConnell, but that's 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 out of, out of bounds. But uh, you know, make uh, Puerto Rico make hey. these. Justin, why don't you go post that on Parlor? Yeah, there you go. Oh wait, you can't. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say you might want to edit that before you try to post it to YouTube because yeah, that might be another uh, flag. Um, but uh, uh, no, actually, the, the the episode we got we got flagged is because they thought we were agreeing with Alex Jones's conspiracy. How did we not discuss this? We got a. Yeah. The, did we talk about this? On we the talked show this yet? about it last time. Did we? we? All right, cool. Time. I don't pay attention to what I say. It's fine. Yeah. All right, we're good. Let's yeah, move on. we all know. Um, but this, uh, is, we, this this podcast is going to ruin a job interview for me one day. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, like we talked about the things that, that the Democrats do to play hardball and things like, you know, Joe, um, you know, uh, Joe Biden can do things like pull uh, pull um, vulnerable senators from uh, Republican senators from their seats and make them like some like the, the you know, ambassador to goodwill to Christians or something. You know, just make up some position, pluck them out of their seats so Democrats can take it, you know, make D.C. and Puerto Rico a state and. Uh, give them statehood. And the thing I love about making, uh, giving DC and Puerto Rico statehood is that the knee jerk reaction from conservatives is like, oh, well, that'll just give you four more senators. And I'm like, why does it give, give Democrats four more senators? It's like, oh, because they're just, they're just democratic. Like, they see it as an automatic loss of two seats and not like, well, hey, maybe we should change up our bullshit message to, you know, attract more maybe, voters and maybe, maybe we should we can, just do the right thing yeah maybe we should try to be more competitive in uh the new state of dc and the new state of puerto rico instead of throwing up our hands and saying hey these these people who are predominantly black and brown or democratic democrats living in northern virginia don't like the horseshit we've been shoveling for the last decade well that's not our fault we should just shovel the same horseshit like that that's not how they approach that at all they just um, immediately throw up their arms and say it's not fair like no they're voters you gotta go fucking get them or shut up and, and that's where I, I push back on the idea that like the republican party is somehow done if if the democrats start winning texas and that's not true um, the, the Republicans' current platform is done. Yeah, they can, exactly. They can start if, – if Texas goes blue, the Republicans will start uh, supporting less shitty ideas, and they'll start winning elections again. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. the, the way that the, the, the undemocratic tendencies of, of the Senate and of congressional gerrymandering – or what's propping up the conserv- the, the Republicans' far right wing platform, and it's insulating them from the need to triangulate to win elections. Right. Well, I believe Adam, you said you, you said uh, not on this podcast, but I believe you posted on Facebook that uh, the the day after 
Texas turns blue, you're going to see a bunch of Republicans start talking about, hey, maybe this electoral college thing sucks because I, I kind of want all those millions of votes that are in that are in California that never get fucking counted for us. You know, you know, it's things like that shifts like that that make everybody go, hmm, maybe we should reevaluate why we, you know, um, why we are such fuckers. The um, oh, God, it was one of uh, Biden's age aides had apparently said, like, yeah, we'll be nice to him. But for now, they're fuckers. And like, I believe it was uh, Rubio that tweeted that out. It was like, you see this? They talk about unifying everything and they call us fuckers. And then, like the first response was, have you guys tried not being a bunch of fuckers? And I thought that was fantastic. Like, yeah, like if, I'm going to call you a dick for your politics. And you're like, well, that's rude. I'm like, well, change your politics then. Like, you know, it's not my fault. Y'all suck. All right. Um, I guess we have to talk about the, uh, uh, you know, y'all kinda, but uh, I think we should take a break. Go get some beers and drinks. Come back. Sound good? Sure. Yes, sir. Megatron must be stopped. No matter the cost. You got the touch. You got the power. Yeah. All right, everybody, we're back. Uh, everybody's got some more booze. Couple of steak and a tinkle, and you probably heard some transformer noises because that's how I roll. Uh, last thing we need to discuss is the violent overthrow of our democracy. Attempted. Uh, uh yeah. Well, do, do you really do you really think this is a big enough news item to to make the schedule? Yeah. I. <sighs> I'm surprised we're talking about it. I only have a couple points. It'll be quick, and then we can get <laughs> to the fun stuff. All right, we can talk about what Netflix shit we're all benching. <laughs> Um, and Shake and tell us that we should all watch uh, Harley Quinn. Yes, on, uh, HBO. I, that's H- already there. Yep, I got two shows. I'll, I'll talk about all day. I don't really give a shit about the crumbling of our democracy. Let's talk about <laughs> cartoons. <laughs> Let's talk about cartoons. <laughs> Let's talk about cartoons. Um, so one of the final things that we had to, one of the final hurdles we had to hop through to prove to the smooth brain mongoloids that Donald Trump had, had actually lost the 2020 election that was called on November 7th is for the uh, the Congress to um, certify the vote on January 6th. Now, Shay, I'm going to have to read these numbers again. I know you've heard them fucking too many times. Yes, sir. But Biden won the election by a margin that Donald Trump himself called a landslide in 2016. Biden has 80. Now, actually, I think these are a little bit wrong. I think there, there's like a couple hundred uh, thousand more votes that have been settled out since then. But Biden has about 81 million votes. Donald Trump has about 74 million votes. That gives Biden a um, 7.05 million vote lead. Uh, Donald, uh, Donald Trump lost the Electoral College, 306 uh, electoral votes to 232 electoral votes, which was the exact opposite of how he won it in 2016, um, where Hillary Clinton had 232 to Donald Trump's 306. Uh, back in 2006, Donald Trump t- called that a landslide. Uh, just to uh, be very clear again, for the 18th fucking time, uh, Hillary Clinton lost the 2016 election uh, by losing the Electoral College, by basically losing um, uh, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania, by a combined vote total of uh, 77, 77.8 thousand votes in 2016. Joe Biden won 
Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania by a combined 255.4 thousand uh, votes in 2020. Um, uh, I, I don't feel like I have to say this, but I guess I have to. 255 is bigger than 77. Um, so there you go. Math, it's hard. I'm sorry. Um, uh, the Electoral College vote was going to be certified on Wednesday, uh, January 6th. Um, I had one buddy say still to the, now a lot of us have joked. I even said it on Facebook. Uh, we had some of our conservative friends that say that when the election was called, uh, November 7th, wait for it. Cause they said we had to have the vote certified. We had to vote certified. Uh, the electoral, co- electoral college had to vote. The electoral college voted. Then, then now we're at the point where the Congress had to certify the vote and they certify the vote. Um, I don't know what certify means, but some people, apparently some people thought the word certified means that we're going to change which numbers were bigger than other numbers. Well, we didn't do that. So Joe Biden still won the 2020 election. In the run up to that certification, a lot of asshats had decided to contest the vote. Josh Hawley and Ted Cruz were two of the senators that had uh, agreed to sign on to challenges of the, of other um, absolute assholes in the house. Um, for those of you, if I say something wrong here, uh, please correct me, guys. But to challenge the uh, certification of the Electoral College vote, you need to have a uh, written challenge signed by a member of the House and a member of the Senate. Um, these things happen all the time. Uh, your conservative uncle, your conservative all-cap uncle, is going to send you a, a link to an article about uh, Democrats contesting the vote in 2016 or 2000 when we had the whole you know Florida Chad kerfuffle. Um, yes, that shit happens all the time, but it's always a House member standing up and saying a bunch of shit, and then the um, president of the Senate, which who would be the uh, vice president. Uh, would then ask, is a senator signed on to the agreement? And then they said something like, no, there's no senator, but I uh, stand to recognize my diverse coalition of voters in the state of whatever. Yeah, and a lot of the time, and honestly, I think this still holds true today. A lot of the times they're only doing that uh, because they feel like their constituents want them to do it so bad. So They're it's like grandstanding. Yeah, and it's grandstanding. And that's that's fine. That's fine. Whatever. Like it's not you know, well, and then I mean, and then the other thing is that every, you know, every time that you know, they storm the Capitol and break into the, the, the house chamber, uh it's like whatever. It's just grandstanding. Yeah. It not, wouldn't right. it wouldn't be as big of a deal if there weren't people outside trying to break down the door of the room that they're currently in wanting to maybe take hostages or possibly hang the vice president. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And we'll get there. Um, but my point is, is that when your all caps uncle tells you that the Democrats did the same thing, he is very much incorrect because in all of those instances, the house member who stood up and said, I object to this. Well, uh, did not have a Senator signed on. So they did not have to. Well, go ahead. I was going to say, supposedly the Democrats have been trying to reverse the 2016 election for four years. That has been news to me as a Democrat. Um, I mean, if I remember correctly, yes, there were some voices on the far left that were like, we should challenge the vote of Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania. And Hillary Clinton said, no, we're not doing that. Like, we lost. No, uh, no senator joined the challenge of a... there, There were like three congressmen in 2016 who wanted to challenge those votes and no senator signed on so right 
Now, it, that can't be right because my conservative friends have been telling me that the Democrats years. did, and I quote, the exact same thing right. in 2016. I mean, in 2004, <laughs> Bar I think it was Barbara Boxer in 2004, uh, was a, a senator to join challenging the electors from Ohio, and, like, they had to... But, like, the the Democratic leader who at the time was Harry Reid, I think, just got up for his debate allotment and just, like, said that he was waiving the time and then they voted to certify. Yeah. I mean, and, that, and that's what they were going to do here. But, okay, so, so the, the process is, of course, if you have a, a House member and a, a senator signed on to contest the vote of a state, then the um, joint session of Congress is ended. The Senate and the House go to their respective quarters. They uh, then debate it. I believe everybody gets five minutes if they want it. They can pass it up or they give it to somebody else. And everybody debates it. And then you vote up or down whether or not that um, objection was, was horseshit or not. And that was the plan here um, because they literally have told themselves there was a voter fraud. And this is what this is what oh God, this just, just kills me so much. The Republican Party has made countless accusations of voter fraud and then said that since there was countless accusations of voter fraud, we need to investigate the voter fraud. Not that any of it was proven because it was laughed out of 60 plus uh, 60 courts. But that since the accusations were made, and there were so many accusations made by them, that they should be investigated. And the fact that they weren't being investigated meant that the 2020 election was fraudulent. That is some horseshit. That's why everybody should take a logic class in high school, because Jesus Christ, that kills me. Well, you know, as, as Ted Cruz uh, brought up so many times in his speech uh, in favor of... of uh... And he was very careful to say, I, I, I'm not urging you to vote to overturn the election. I'm urging you to create investigate a, an investigative commission because 39% of the country thinks that this election was rigged because we have spent the past three months telling them it was. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and and what made me even more furious is that after they spent, like you said, 39% of the of Americans don't trust the election because we spent three months telling I them. I fucking love that. Hey, the people who voted for us believe what we tell them, so we should investigate this thing that didn't happen because and, we told them it didn't happen. And then you have the uh, Fox News primetime assholes quoting those polls as if they mean something. Sean Hannity be like, well, 98%, you know, I'm sorry, no, it's more like 84% of Republicans don't believe the election results, so I don't know how we can move on unless we convince those 84% of people that the election was valid. I'm like, no, fuck them. Fuck them upside down and fuck them left way and sideways. You might as well ask those people, do hats exist or are owls real? And then I would, I would take their that polling and give as much of a shit about that as I gave about them fucking caring about whether the election was true or not, because what the fuck ever I mean, polling six, people, it's not a fact. 6% of the country thinks chocolate milk comes from brown cows. Do we need an investigation? There you go. <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute. What? What? Yeah. 3% of Americans as a whole believe the earth is flat. So fuck them. I mean, I, like, no polling. You can pull anybody about anything and that's not a fact. And so, like like Adam said, Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley, who I had never heard this dipshit's name until, like, four weeks ago. And now, every time I hear about him, all I know about him is that he wants to run for president in 2024. Um, so, they were going to sign on to all of these uh, 
objections to the certification of probably the most fair and free election. We kind of skipped over earlier how the weekend before this all happened, Donald Trump got caught on tape telling the go. Uh, I'm sorry, the Secretary of State of Georgia that just find fucking votes. Oh yeah, we just skipped right past that part. Right. Well, he, he didn't just, even. Just, he, I, I would argue he threatened him too because he oh, had he that weird thing where he said like, "Well, legally that wouldn't be good for you and your family," yeah. which is basically right. the equivalent of like, "Man, nice family you've got there. Shame if something happened to it." He pretty much said like, "Oh, well, then you're." You're committing a crime by not doing something about it. Yeah. It was some weird shit that, that Donald... Well, first of all, I listened to that whole thing. It was goddamn hilarious. Then I read the transcript, and it gets even funnier. Because Donald Trump just rattles off a bunch of Reddit fucking memes, and the Secretary of State's like, no. That's not no, true. No. That's full of shit. Those numbers aren't right. Like, he's very, bru- very abrupt. Apparently, there were 18 phone calls before that. Like, the, the Trump administration had tried 18 times to get a hold of the Secretary of State of Georgia to overturn that election. And they wanted that to be the tipping point where if they could flip that state, then they'd flip Pennsylvania. And they, you know, they would use that as a wedge to, like, hey, listen, the bullshit we spewed worked here. Let's try it in, you know, in another state. And one of the best parts of that whole call was when Donald Trump just rammed. He Donald Trump literally talked for like fifty-two of the like ninety minutes. There, no, it was like a, it was like seventy-something minutes. But he talks for like so much of it. And there's one point where uh, Mark Meadows, uh, White House Chief of Staff, goes, "All right, well, let me let me let me just weigh in here and like say, I think we're all on the same page in that we all agree." That you're gonna give us this data, and we'll evaluate it to be true or not. And the, and and the, and the Secretary of State's lawyer, um, uh, Mark Germany, I think, believe his name was. Ryan, I know it's Germany. Ryan Germany. Ryan Germany. He goes, no, nobody agreed to that. That's not happening. And it was the funniest fucking thing because the entire call was like, well, fuck. Like you could hear everybody just like mentally go, well, fuck. That didn't work. So that shit happened, and then. Then we go and we have this vote and they contest it. And um, like I said, there's no voter fraud. Okay. Speaking of no voter fraud, Shay, I know you're a big fan of Lou Dobbs. Uh, he's my oh. favorite. I know. I now, think Lou, I know. I think I know the clip you're you're talking about right here. Now Lou Dobbs is he's very upset that after all of this time of him talking about voter fraud, we haven't found voter fraud. And suddenly, it's just not a problem. It like we, why 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 can't we find the voter fraud that he is talking about and has not been able to uh, you know find? And so, can everybody see me on the screen here? Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. And here is here is the jolliest man in politics whose oh. hair is twenty five and his face is ninety. I mean, obviously, this is a podcast; it's an audio medium, but. Uh... Google yeah. Lou Dobbs and, and try not to laugh as a parent. Yeah, dad's there. fucking, yeah. Here's Lou Dobbs discussing the voter fraud. Happy New Year. Happy and New Year. I want to start Year, with Dave. a simple fact. We're eight. Thank you, He's sir. talking to Ed Rollins, We're, uh, I believe. Eight weeks from the election, and we still don't have verifiable, tangible support for uh, the uh, for the the crimes that everyone knows were committed. That uh, is defrauding. Uh, other uh, citizens who voted uh, with fraudulent votes. We know that's the case in Nevada. We know it's the case in Pennsylvania and a number of other states, but we 
have had a devil of a time uh, finding actual proof. Uh, why? I'll give you one answer, dickhead. So it didn't happen. I know that uh, I won the Powerball this week, but I'm just having a devil of a time finding proof. It's it's so silly. It's so silly for these people to do that shit. But that's what they do. You know, I watched I watched that video like on a whatever day it was on Twitter, and I immediately thought of Shay. Yeah, Shay hates him, guys. Sack of crap. I just think of Lou Dobbs as that as that old grandpa that like you know, comes to Thanksgiving dinner and screams racist stuff and then it's like, Why are you all not wanting to talk to me about racism? Like, ah. But um yeah, so that's Lou Dobbs' take. So Alright, so we have a joint session of Congress that is is going to count the votes and uh, Donald Trump believed that Mike Pence had the power to uh, to believe um, I'm sorry pick which uh, electors were true electors and not electors because there were seven different states that the Republican Party uh, Shay and I talked about this last time may did their own slate of electors that's not a thing they were cosplaying as electors Everybody saw that video where they wanted to get in. I believe it was Michigan or Wisconsin where they wanted to get in, and the, the, the state trooper was like, no, you're done. You're not coming in here. Everybody who's an actual elector because the Democrats won the state is here. So there was this slate of electors that were alternates that Donald Trump thought Mince, uh, Mike Pence could do that. He cannot. He would not. He refused to do it. So um, Donald Trump gave a speech at the White House. I'm oh, sorry, not at the White House. He gave um, – where was he, actually? He was down the road from from the Capitol. I, I don't Are you talking about where Trump now. gave his speech? Right, right. So on on Wednesday, uh, uh, January. Don't know. 6th, That's a good question. It's got to be. He had to have been close to the White House because it was right. within walking distance of the. Right. So on Wednesday, January sixth, while the Joint Session of Congress was um, you know certifying each vote, they got through Alaska. They got to uh, they got to Arizona. Um, there were objections for Arizona. The um, Democrats and Republicans. I'm sorry. The Republicans in the House and Senate had planned on um, contesting, you know, Arizona, Nevada, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Michigan. They had gotten to Arizona because it goes alphabetically. They, uh, you know, senators and, and Republicans had stood up and, and uh, contested it. So then they had to break to their respective houses. At that point, Donald Trump was giving a speech. Uh, he called for uh, Republicans to be strong, not weak, and to fight for their vote. Yep. Um, in the speech before that, uh, Rudy Giuliani called for uh, – um, did he say trial by combat or election he, by he combat? He said trial by combat. And I, I do want to throw something out here. And as much as I hate to give anybody credit from the Heritage Foundation, um, there's a uh, – uh, there, uh, there was an interview – it where someone from the Heritage Foundation does make a good point because the legal definition of incitement is going to be real different from what you and I are going to call it. So, you know, right. for instance, let's put it this way. And what and this is what this guy said, and I agree with him. If you started trying to lock everyone up, a politician that said, let's fight like hell, there'd be no, there'd be no government left right. because that's right. So like, I see a lot of people saying like, well, Donald Trump said fight like hell. I'm like, well, that's pretty 
standard political rhetoric, like political rhetoric. That, that I don't really now. But it, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Capital that but is, yeah, big but the capital but big is but. that he said now let's all go to the capital. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then that's can, where it becomes problematic. And Adam yeah. can probably weigh in here and tell us why that's way more problematic than we think it is. But Donald Trump then said we're going to walk to the Capitol. And, of course, he didn't go to the Capitol with them. He pushed out and went back to a tent where he watched it with his sons and watched all of this. Um, somebody who did walk down there with them was Alex Jones. And we will, I will play, I'll play some clips of how Alex Jones had to do a 180. But when the um, Trump supporters went from the Trump speech to the Capitol, they then proceeded to break down the barriers, toss cops out of, out of the way, um, they broke through the windows, made their way all the way to the speaker's uh, lobby. They sprayed fire extinguishers. We've all seen the videos. I, I do. Um, I do want to point out one thing. Uh, I think. I think it was right before they started going through the states. Um, I think there was discussion from. Uh, I, I can't recall if it's whether it was the senators or uh, it was from House members, but they were they were wanting to discuss like debating in joint session basically because uh, yeah. they were going to basically run their mouth and try to make their argument there in joint session and uh, Mike Pence pretty much said yeah that's not fucking happening we don't do that in right. joint session and right. he shut that fucking shit down which was pretty hilarious <clears throat> yeah he, he uh, <clears throat> so while they were in both uh, the Senate and the House and their separate uh, respective things that's when the um, protesters, we've all seen the video. You know, if you guys want to chime in, chime in on any of this, go ahead. But they broke through uh, the barricades. They tossed uh, people out of the way. Um, I hope you have all have seen the uh, hilarious um, woman. I think it was a woman trying to climb up the side of the Capitol. Ah, uh, ah, did she uh, just fall? Uh, that's so good. To the Mario oh, thing. Oh, that's good. Um, okay, we, we need to talk about this right now. Like, I've yeah. said this on Facebook. I've said this on social media. I understand that this is all jokes aside, like real talk, a very, very scary time. Like there's a, this has never happened. Well, in the scale before, um, with the attack on the Capitol specifically, there's a lot of buzz from you know the news networks, the FBI saying that people have said there's going to be armed protests and all this crazy shit in all 50 state capitals or whatever. You know, our, you know, in the in the, all the years our country's been around, this is kind of an unprecedented time. But holy shit, the memes are fucking fire. There is so much funny-ass shit floating around on the internet right now. Like, there's like ten different ed edits of that gif you're talking about, Justin, and they're all incredible. Oh, there's a ton of them. <laughs> right. the... Well, and, the, and the thing we're laughing about, and the thing that conservatives want, want the, the both sides, uh, you know, conservatives want to both sides the shit out of this, is they're like, well, you guys were okay with a summer worth of protests. And I'm like, yes, we were, because... One, no Democrat ever said, hey, when they set that building on fire, I was okay with that. Nobody ever said that no. shit. And also, um, during the summer, you know, this summer of protests, they were protesting uh, police violence and police just murdering fucking African Americans and people that aren't white in the streets because they, you know, didn't say, you know, you know, didn't obey perfectly. This was a group of supporters of the current sitting president who stormed the people's house, the Capitol building, to stop a constitutional process that would have elected the next president. Yep. This was a fucking coup. P 
period. End of story. This was insurrection bullshit. And all of you, y'all kind of can like say that you're patriots and you're just dicks. And we're going to keep memeing the fuck out of you. So there's, there's two levels of non-equivalence here. And the first one, um, is, is the, it's not equivalent both in the means department and in the cause department. So one looting a target. I mean, like I'm not pro looting target. Like if you're going to protest, you should not loot target while you're protesting. Like, I, I feel like it's uncontroversial to say that looting target is bad, but looting target is not like worse or equivalent to storming the Capitol with fucking zip ties to take lawmakers hostage, yelling that you're going to execute some of yeah. them. I, they were chanting to, they wanted to hang Pence because he to, had apparently uh, betrayed the president. Yeah, we're, we're talking to block the peaceful transfer of power. This is, I mean, that is an insurrection against the legitimate government of the country. And second, um, the it's not equivalent in the cause department either because protesting against uh, state-sponsored violence, even even if, you know, sometimes it got out of hand and, like, we don't approve of when it gets out of hand, but protesting against state-sponsored violence is indisputably a worthier cause than rioting in support of a lie. Oh, yeah, I didn't win. Yeah. Well, I, I think it should be pointed out a lot of the Black Lives Matters, um, the Antifa uh, protests, there were pretty much always other agitate, agitators or counter-protesters there. Uh, as this was occurring uh, last week, there were literally, well, <laughs> there may be people who uh, blame the same uh, Black Lives Matters Antifa, but those those groups were not there. They were not conjuring up violence amongst uh, these Trump supporters. I mean, yeah. there, there's just no evidence, and it's an it's an instinct on the right to just like when any whenever anything goes wrong, whenever there's any right. unrest, to be like, oh, it was Antifa. Right, and, and, right. My, and my point is, is a lot of the violence that was occurring in those previous protests, though a lot of it was really protesting and counter-protesting colliding. Um, Granted, there were there probably were a couple targets that were looted that shouldn't have been and probably weren't provoked. But well, but, but for every one of those, yeah, nobody's saying that right. should happen. But my my favorite thing is when people say, "Oh, so it's okay to loot a target, but it's not okay to do this." I'm like, "No, it's not okay to do either." Well, but but the 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 the, the um uh, the people that are sharing that meme of like, "Oh, you can't loot a target." Also, don't want to talk about like I got. I can show you a video of like thirteen white people taking out fucking Keurigs from the Target. Like it's not all about black people taking stuff from white people because right. BLM. Well, at, at the end of the day, we're, we're talking. We're discussing our most sacred, probably our most sacred uh, building in our right. country, and our, our democratic process. And both of those were attacked. And, and something that has basically up until now been a fucking a ceremony, more or less. Right. Yeah, and actually, I I would I I think John has a great segue into the next clip. Next clip I would like to play, uh, Joe Scarborough. Scarborough, God, I cannot say that. Cannot say his last name, and eight beers doesn't help. Um, he is a twat. Um, he is a conservative twat that now does um, MSNBC, MSNBC show, but as a uh, Florida Florida congressman, I believe. Yeah, he was a congressman from Florida. He had some uh, he had some had some words on what had happened and how the police had reacted. 
Uh, I thought they were hilarious considering he's on MSNBC now. Everybody can see my screen. All right. If you can see it, then you should be able to hear it, right? Here we go. This is Joe Scarborough the day after. Oh, shit. It's muted. There you go. Oh, you skipped. You skipped ahead. Oh, shit. What just fucking happened? Oh, sorry. I played the, I played the wrong part. Sorry, my bad. Here we go. <laughs> so I want to know from the Capitol Hill police, what 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 is it? Is it just white people? Or is it Donald Trump supporters? Why do you scream at people for walking across the street three blocks away from the Capitol? Why are you known as badasses around the Capitol? But then Trump supporters come in and you open the fucking doors for them. You open the doors for now them. Now you can hear everybody else on, on camera. And the people's house. What is wrong with you? I also want to know, are we a nation of laws? Are we a nation of one man? Oh, man, Donald he's having his Glenn J. Beck meltdown. Yeah. For the insurrection against the United States of America. That's that's the problem that's going to... He called Trump for there. it. Rudy Giuliani called for combat justice just an hour or two before this happened. Donald Trump Jr., Said, we are coming for you. That's insurrection against the United States of America. And if Donald Trump Jr., Rudy Giuliani, and Donald Trump are not arrested today for insurrection and taken to jail and booked. And if the Capitol Hill police do not go through every video and look at the face of every person that invaded our capital. And if they are not arrested and brought to justice today, then we are no longer a nation of laws. And we only tell people they can do this again. And guess what? This is what I've been saying about Oregon, for about Portland for months. I don't think you've been saying that, but <coughs> I do respect his uh, outrage. Um, a lot of uh, former congressmen and sen senators tend to lionize the Capitol. Um, I think it's a thing they should do. So there's a lot of things in there that he's not like wrong, wrong about, but there's a couple of things that he's a little wrong about. Um, and, and the first one is that the sitting president cannot, while in office, be oh, charged yeah, with course. federal crime. So, like, and Trump booked was, and thrown into a, a cell. Right? Yeah, like Trump was not going, like legally, could not be arrested that day. Like he would need to be impeached and removed from office first. Um, the the second one is, and I like I understand this was kind of a hot take in the moment, but later, as more information filtered in, um, it it gradually became apparent that those videos of Capitol Police like letting protesters in were were after um, other entrances had already been 
breached and the Capitol police that were holding the lines at the other entrances were, were more needed inside. So I, I have been asking about like, so I would love to know, um, you know, cause I've seen a lot of my friends be like, Hey man, look, they just let them in. And my first thought is I would love to know at what point in your training, are you specifically told like, Hey, there's like 10,000 protesters or rioters or people or whatever. There's like six of you guys. At some point you have to go, all right, fuck it. And you just fall back. You just, it's not, you can't control the situation. I believe there was probably a lot of that. Yeah. Well, like I mean, at, at that point, after like two or three entrances had already been breached, the, 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 the Capitol police that were protecting the entrances that had not yet been breached, like weren't really, doing anything anymore and they got called back in and that's I mean, that, yeah. that was what was right right, right, right but also the video right before that lady got shot they were basically uh they were pummeling that glass with, well they, with, they were with... they were they were actually telling the police officers who were guarding that door hey we're gonna hurt you if you don't move aside yeah they're like there's thousands of us we're gonna hurt you we don't want to see you get hurt move aside now i totally obviously think that they're pieces of shit Right. Still, but well, like, but, but obviously, we, go ahead. Oh, and and when I say pieces of shit, I'm not talking about the officers. I'm talking no, about people talking right. them down. Um, so at that point, I don't know if they they really could have guarded that door by by themselves. Obviously, there were some people behind them on the other side because they they did have have firearms. But I I don't know. I mean, I just think a lot of that could even be a classic case of being understaffed and being like, oh, fuck this shit, I'm out. And let me be clear, I'm not one of these uh, – uh, I'm not a Blue Lives Matter, you know, blue line guy. Uh, there are absolutely – like, there's a lot of reports coming out about police officers from around the country uh, having – being identified and suspended for being part of it. There were definitely yeah. – uh, I watched a lot of this shit happen in real time. There were definitely cops fucking sitting there taking selfies with the protesters. Yeah. But, and there but were definitely the fucking – At the same time, we have to we, – we, like I think we have but, to establish that that's not the norm and that most of these officers right. just went to work and did their job. Most right. of them and, did, and, yeah. But, I mean, that comes back to the like I, – I, I, I firmly believe there is a very pro-Trump presence in our police forces, and I – I expect to find out over the next few months that there was a lot of capitulation between Capitol Police and people trying to get I mean, it. it was just a handful of people. Ultimately, like, that's a thing. At the very least, there was a complete breakdown from a leadership level that they would never. Oh even yeah, had, they never had a chance. Oh yeah, pro- no, for it sure. Probably, it probably didn't help that there probably were there could very easily could have been people who were sympathetic. Well, and just really didn't try very hard. That's it's really hard two separate issues. So you've got the the cops <clears throat> that are sympathetic to the, to to Trump's cause, which is one issue, and then you've got the issue that is a lack of preparation. So uh, the reason there was such a heavy military force, or mil- not military, uh, the police force, uh, for the Black Lives Matter protests is because somebody up the chain of command ahead of time said let's mobilize these guys and you know you can pontificate all day all you want about the motives behind that but you know i i I firmly believe at some point somewhere along the line there was some jackass in an office who said should we get a bunch of national guard or whatever in here and then they said no 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 the trump supporters are our guys we're not that worried about them and then did not tell them to mobilize ahead of time. Like that's the only reason that you wouldn't have a larger force there is because ahead of time. I would say take... it goes 
I say that guy in an office is the president of the United States. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, duh. Okay, I'm being hyperbolic. <laughs> but yeah, that's the president basically said that. I, you know, I just, I, you know, because it takes it takes a couple hours to mo- to to like it takes a lot of time in planning to have the kind of uh, uh, police force you saw present before, like you know when they cleared the protesters so Trump could have his Bible, his photo op. Um, that I mean, these are huge bureaucratic organizations. That shit just doesn't materialize. You got to plan well, for it. You know, well, as, as far as the the preparation and what and who was was on scene to be prepared for this, um, I, I think that there's probably limited utility in us firing off hot takes about why that right. have been. There's going to be congressional investigation. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying, and I'm there's saying I expect yeah, to hear be. that somebody dropped the ball somewhere, like. You know, well, they're yeah. It's just and to what Shay is saying and what what to to John is saying and and of course what Adam just said is is that yes, there were instances where they you know they pulled back and let people the Trump supporters through because like you guys have already said they were already breached on the other side. Now that sounds like all pussified as shit. Cut to that other side and you got the you got it was like what fifty uh it looked like twenty five to fifty police back in right gear holding oh, yeah. the door oh, and the yeah. Trump supporters were yeah. yelling heave like yeah. they were literally surging back and forth trying to push the the I mean cops screaming out of, screaming out of the oath breaker and yeah. you know the the one cop got beat to death with a flagpole and shit like don't get me wrong I, I'm not saying I'm against police but like there's definitely something fishy going on I there. can't I can't believe that the glass that's used in the capital wasn't some kind of more reinforced glass cuz they I mean that's got the that point sh- that's they the got point through that, that building, easy. though. Like it's the people's this, house. Like I don't think isn't... it's going to be like that from now on. Oh, I, I don't want to get up on it. my like I, I don't want to get up on my fucking schoolhouse rocks soapbox too hard here. But like, this isn't a country where you think we need to have a riot-proof capital building. Yeah, exactly, right. exactly. Like up until now, it quote couldn't happen here, so there was no need for it. And the great one of the great ironies of history, as you'll see this shit, is all these guys are talking about having their freedoms taken away and how this is the people's house. I firmly believe that house is going to be on lockdown I, for the foreseeable future. I've watched Designator Survivor, and they blew that shut up in like the first yeah. five minutes. So I mean, and let's let's be I let's, expect it now. <laughs> yeah, well, let's <laughs> let's be clear, and I, I don't think anyone's really said this first. The only reason that our most of our legislator wasn't or our, our our government wasn't murdered and the house burnt to the ground is because the people breaking into this were fucking idiots and they weren't organized enough and they weren't prepared. And on like, that well, topic, and on that topic, before we get away from the Capitol, yeah. I think we need to talk about the guy who needs to be President Biden's first Medal of Freedom recipient. And that, yeah. and that oh. is Officer Eugene Goodman. That guy, the guy, yeah, he's, he's, he crushes it. Yeah. No, I've watched a lot of footage from, you know, he's just standing there with his hand up, holding, hold, trying to hold back that crowd. And, and, and what was most key about his performance that day is there's this crowd coming up mm -hmm. the stairs toward him and he is there alone. Yeah. And to his, to his left is an unsecured door into the Senate chamber where there are lawmakers and this guy leading the mob in a QAnon shirt comes up, and Goodman shoves him and runs to the right, and they follow him. That's, yeah. that, that is what saved the lives of senators. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, and I believe um, you guys have already mentioned it. The people who were, were uh, breaching the people's house uh, were carrying fucking 
zip ties, as if they were going to arrest the uh, the um, senators and congressmen that they would encounter. Um, uh, Adam just walked off, but he would probably tell uh, everybody that the second you put one of those on anybody, that's unlawful imprisonment. That's a felony. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yep. I mean, depending on the state, I, I don't know what the D.C. statute is, but in most states, that's that's it's, false arrest. I would say yeah, I would say it's probably illegal. It probably doesn't help that if you do it to a uh, congressman, a congress, or, uh, senator, yeah, a legislate, uh, you know, United States legislator, while they are trying to practice the democratic process, yeah. maybe for a political reason. Uh, well, I feel there's, like there's, there's a number of federal crimes uh, right. taking a lawmaker oh, hostage. Yeah. To it's like you could elections. you could start <laughs> like, taking uh, yeah, yeah. you could start <laughs> adding up all the different uh, right okay. charges. So to, to move this conversation forward a little bit, um, we have the fact that this Stop the Steal rally actually did stop the steal, quote-unquote, for a while. Temporarily. Uh, the, the Capitol was evacuated. Uh, the rioters took over all of the uh, people's house. Um, we haven't even discussed the fact that um, the computers in the um, Congress and Senate were left unexposed. Uh, people are t- calling this uh, hard drives were taken out of computers during this. Um, there is a growing concern that this might be the largest cyber attack on the uh, uh, federal government ever because we have no clue what happened to those computers in all this time. Um, uh, uh, during this, a bunch of bullshit happened, and then the, um, I mean, uh, right now we know that six people died. You had five people died at the Capitol. One member of the Capitol Police was basically uh, beaten to death with uh, fucking fire extinguishers. His name was Brian Sicknick. Uh, he was 42. He's an Army veteran. Uh, the other four people that died at the Capitol, I'm going to say their names, they were fucking tra- uh, traitors. They don't, uh, do they don't deserve to, it. Uh, read one insurrectionist's obituary. Not read, but recite to you one insurrectionist's obituary. Um, and that is that he died having tased himself in the balls trying to steal a painting of yes. the meal. Oh, it's so good. He's so good. He's, He's so good, yeah, yeah. he tased himself in the balls, and he had a heart attack, and he died. Um, and now, not to, not to be petty, hey, just just so you know, that's my, that's my way of saying I'm about to be super petty. Uh, <laughs> how how, <laughs> no how many people died during Benghazi, and how many hours of hearings were there versus how many people died today on Wednesday, and the Republicans now just want to move on in the name of unity? <laughs> oh, yeah, let me tell you, win. as – as long as Nancy Pelosi continues to hold that speaker's gavel, there are going to be some fucking hearings. Right. And there should be. And so after all of this, after, after they were cleared from the Capitol, after the uh, Senate and Congress were allowed to, to meet again, they finished their discussions uh, on um, Arizona. Now, there were many more states that were going to be discussed. Uh, I'm sorry, objected to and then debated and all that horse shit. But... Um, there was a drastic drop in people who wanted to uh, contest the election after they'd been kind of chased out of their own building, uh, you know, I don't know, kind of threatened, be hung and shit like that. So it was really funny to see the the votes between the different – the House and the Senate. So when, when they voted on Arizona, for example, uh, there were absolutely no – so this was this – was, there were no um, – this is a House vote. I'm look, Yes, I'm looking at House vote. I'm sorry. Uh, there were no Democratic votes to you know, contest the election. There were 121 
uh, votes to contest the election. Notably including my congressman, who's a piece of shit. Right. Rant about how much he is, how a piece of shit he is anytime you want. He's proud of it. Right. Now, for the Republicans for the House, there were actually uh, more votes for Pennsylvania. There was 138 compared to 121 House votes for Arizona compared to um, uh, Pennsylvania. But the Senate, a lot of those senators that were going to back the House uh, members' um, objections, they pushed out a lot. Well, because the- yes. Part of this whole thing, I guess, needs to discuss about how they they fucking came back in the very right. in the very rooms that he had these asshats walking around, you know, hours before, and went back like they almost didn't like go back. They either were gonna go to undis- undisclosed location or possibly wait another day, right. and they came back. Right. And I I will give as much as a, a pussy he is about everything else and. Still, at the end of the day, for everything else for the next nine days, Mike Pence looks fucking pissed. And he should have been. I mean, he absolutely should have been. Um, he had refused to flip the election for Donald Trump because he, he wouldn't select the right uh, electors. Um, he basically said, we're going to get the back the fucking work. Right. And they were originally going to, uh, uh, again, contest um, Arizona, Nevada, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Michigan. And after they were kind of chased out of their uh, place of business and threatened to be hung, they when they came back, they said, hey, we're just going to do Pennsylvania just because, uh, I don't know, people will get mad. Because fucking Holly's a piece of shit. And... Right. So I hope that and, – and Ted, um, Holly and Cruz have been um, required – have been uh, called on to resign. I'm trying to find where we um, – all right. Now, the funny thing about this is the day after, actually, the day it happened, the, I mean, anybody who had half of, half of a brain and was not headless and watched that knew that those were all Trump supporters. Um, in the days since Wednesday, January 6th. Well, oh, the, I, I, I got to throw this out there now. I just, just like, sorry, just like, because no one said this yet, uh, just like the people that are that were like burning down targets and doing shit that was not cool with black lives matter protests that the, there is a difference between, cause there were a whole bunch of people at that on, uh, at the siege on the Capitol that as soon as shit went South, they went, Nope, I'm out. And they left. Yeah, just, like, let's be clear. Like not everything. Yeah. You're going to see a lot of footage yeah. of, of like this huge crowd of people storming the Capitol air quotes. And really, only the people toward the front know what's going on. Everyone toward the back is still trying to figure shit out. So, like, I just feel like that's really important to say. Like, right. not every right. single person, not every single dumbass smooth brain that showed up with a Trump flag was also a dumbass smooth brain that tried to fucking kill our government. So, <laughs> I exactly. just feel like that's important to say. Right. There were a lot of people that hung hung out well, on morons, the in but... the back. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there's there's a really but, great article yeah. where there was a, a small group of um, college A's African Americans that were selling Trump 2020 uh, shirts, uh, sweatshirts to this crowd at a hundred bucks a pop. That's amazing. Um, uh, when they were it's capitalism at its finest. Yeah. When they when they were interviewed, they refused to give a name other than Nah or if you ask me another question, I'll kick your ass. Like that was they were quoted as saying that, and. Uh, when when they discussed further with the guy who de- uh, declared himself as 
no. He said, listen, I'm not down for this shit, but if these motherfuckers are going to buy a $100 sweatshirt, they're putting me through college. <laughs> like, That's yeah. amazing. I can't blame uh, that, dude. Yeah. yeah, so, like, yes, the people who stormed and busted out windows and went into the Capitol know exactly who the fuck they are. And some of them have, and slowly but surely, they're being rounded up. You got the, the QAnon shaman guy. He's already in jail. Have you uh, he's listened currently... to his interviews? That guy is fucking... I listened to his interview with Alex Jones, and that interview went exactly how you would expect it to be. I mean, the fun- you can just look the at him and know he's nuts. Look, here's well, my fun- called shot. In the next five yeah. years, the Q shaman oh, he'll guy... Be a, he'll be, a, he'll be a, a congressman. The Q shaman guy will be the Republican nominee for some elected office in the next five years. <laughs> I hope so. That'll be hilarious. And it's, it's, it's fucking standard procedure. No, he, uh, Alex Jones had him on... And what Alex Jones wanted to do was fucking shame the Q shaman and make fun of the Q shaman and Q because Alex Jones has tried for two years to co-opt that bullshit and make them his you know followers and buy his brain pills. Um, he had the Q shaman on, and he and the Q shaman agreed on so many fucking things it made it uncomfortable for Alex to like do the interview because he's like, oh, look at this dick shit. He doesn't know what's going on. He's such an idiot. And then the Q shaman would say things that Alex Jones has said for years. Yeah. And it was hilarious. Um, but, yeah, so that's the thing. Like, those guys are getting rounded up. They're getting, you know, arrested. The guy that took a picture of himself sitting at um, Nancy Pelosi's desk. <laughs> Slowly but surely, federal and state officials are rounding those dicks, dicks up, and they're and they're arresting. After all this happened, congressmen again voted to certify the election. Excuse me. The funny thing is, is that I know you guys have heard this. Suddenly, it was Antifa's fault, right? What I hear the the so, day of it was Antifa's fault. Speaking of dipshits who uh, incriminated themselves and are now. Uh, yes, please, 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 please dunk on, dunk on the guy. I know you're going to dunk on. There is a gentleman uh, by the name of Derek Evans who was <laughs> yeah. in in 2020 elected to the West Virginia House of Delegates from Wayne County. Uh, Mr. Evans uh, was previously notable for uh, having had a restraining order entered against him because he was hanging out outside of the Women's Health Center in Charleston and uh shouting the uh and shouting at employees leaving work uh and volunteers uh and and yelling their their addresses uh, and the names of their family members um anyway he was elected to the west virginia house of delegates and uh then live streamed a video of himself joining the mob breaking into the capitol literally yelling his name Yep. And saying Derek Evans Good is in the Capitol on a video live streamed to his social media account. Um, obviously, this came to the attention of the FBI uh, after initially refusing to resign from the West Virginia House of Delegates. He uh, later, after he got cuffed uh, it, at his grandma's trailer where he lives. Right. Um, he, uh, I, I love that, I love that MAGA part. tough guy lives, lives with his grandma. That's great. Um, he uh, eventually did resign from the House of Delegates uh, and therefore after having to waste his time uh, running for election uh, did not get to serve a single day in office because uh, the legislature had not gone into session yet since he'd been sworn in. And now he is up on federal charges and will never, ever, ever, ever cast a vote in the West Virginia legislature. End oh, of fantastic. 
This is like a thousand Christmases rubbing up against my junk right now. And, oh, so good. Now, I now John and uh, Adam might have better ideas. I, I had heard that he was like just a, cons, just a consummate dickhead and had never really held down a steady job until he became a state representative. Um, I, is that I, true? I don't know, you know anything, anything about that. I don't know anything about his personal background, other than that he is a piece of shit that harass that harasses the volunteers and employees at West Virginia's only abortion clinic. I just there I just know he lived with his grandmother, who wears bejangled uh, jeans. Yeah. Oh yeah, those, those those Joe Exotic jeans that she was rocking. <laughs> yeah. in his yes. <laughs> well, those those her uh, going to, those are her going to town jeans. Well, I I uh, I, I can say that. Um, my wife had apparently worked with his wife, who's a nurse at uh, St. Mary's, I believe. And uh, Rachel couldn't place her, but Rachel also knew that, like, she was. She was like, I don't remember her, but they do have. They they do they're they are starting a franchise. I think they have three three or four kids with another one on the way, and now he's unemployed. So uh, you, you like, mean likely to... you mean a human woman has voluntarily associated with him? Oh yeah, yeah, but. Rachel, the, the reason Rachel brought it to my attention was that the, like, I would say at about 1 p.m. on uh, last Wednesday, she had changed her name on uh, Facebook to not have the same last name as uh, the representative from West Virginia. Former. And that's always classy. Former representative. Yeah. Well, at the time, he was still a representative. Uh, <laughs> on Wednesday, he was now, still Now, yeah. I will say, like, I, I was listening earlier today. Um, it was actually for different reasons. I was listening to the, uh, whatever it's called, talk line. It's Hop, Hoppy Kirchival show uh, for West Virginia Metro News. Cause for, Doc for, Ho- the, for Doc for Holiday. For, yeah. for the uninitiated, Hoppy Kirchival is a, like, conservative, but, like, mainstream, non-MAGA idiot, conservative talk radio host in Charleston, West Virginia. My, my whole reason for watching this was actually... I, Doc, I like that moniker. I don't mean to interrupt, John. I love the, the moniker, well, non-MAGA idiot. I'm actually I'm that. not that well-versed for his political discussions. I knew he was more conservative, but more mainline moderate than most people. I knew that much. But I was listening to it because Doc Holliday was going to discuss... Um, his non-contract renewal. That's a whole other thing. Right. But I, I listened to it for a good half hour. Sports ball. And Mike Azinger, who is a uh, state senator in West Virginia, was there. I don't think he went into the Capitol by any means. There, there is no evidence that he went into the Capitol. At this he, point. He, was, right. he was pretty quick to say, oh, I was there. It was glorious. But then, in the same breath, said, but that was uh, Antifa that did all that stuff. Right. Yeah. And, and, and that's, that's a great point. Let's talk about how quick the conservative media was ready to discuss that. This was, Antifa. wait, wait, wait. And can, can we go back to the part that where Mike Azinger said that this was good, but it was Antifa. Uh, the conclusion I draw from this is that Mike Azinger is pro Antifa. Yeah. Like that's, that's what you got to think. Like he, he also said that he, he, uh, he hopes that he gets another call from Trump very soon to go back to Washington. Oh. Well, God, that's just, okay. Well, and he is still, he is you, still currently state Senator. So he is, well, there's several of them that should be, 
uh, yanked. But one of the things that also bothered me is that how fast the conservative media tried to make this Antifa out of fucking nowhere. Uh, the FBI has already come out and said there's absolutely no evidence that Antifa was an instigator or had done anything like this. But those on the right have decided that the best thing to do would be to make it that uh, agent provocateurs. Now, you're going to hear that word all over right media. And the best – people make fun of me for paying attention to these right-wing asshats, but it really does bubble up. And this – I want to play you guys a, qu- a clip from uh, – this is, this is from – uh, the Wednesday show of Infowars, uh, Alex Jones was on the ground doing stuff. Now, Alex Jones had to go, had to do a complete 180 from, hey, I planned this, I paid for this, this is what I wanted to happen to, hey, I didn't do any of this, uh, I didn't want any of this to happen, because he's already getting sued by like 11 people from uh, Sandy Hook. And uh, so, what's he got to Alex lose? Jones and, huh? What's he got to lose? <laughs> Well, all this money in his house at this point, but uh, um, I thought it was all gone at this point. No, it's it, he's he's protected it pretty well. But Alex Jones, um, uh, uh, oh, I believe the guy's name is Trevor Smith. I can be wrong, but he had some some really bland guy in the um, studio while Alex and Owen Troyer, who's his his protege, were on the ground. And here is how the people in InfoWars described this. Now, this is the second hour of InfoWars on Wednesday, uh, January 6th. This would have been between 12 and 1 o'clock. I figure this is right around 12.30 p.m. that Wednesday. And this is what they are saying. The patriots are rushing and surrounding the Capitol. They're tearing down barriers. Police are struggling to maintain the crowd. Mace. And punches being thrown back and forth. Tweets and Two House buildings have been evacuated. The House Cannon Building and the House Madison Building have both been issued evacuation orders. Pence has said he cannot reject electoral votes outright, but the Congress themselves are objecting right now to the Arizona votes. Videos coming out over Twitter, and we'll bring you those just as soon as we can. He's the worst conflict the combat actually going on with the capitol police being pushed back barriers being torn down and patriots waving trump flags american flags don't tread on me flags the gadsden flag all moving inexorably towards the capitol building uh, alex jones and owen schroyer at the head of a second column of humanity moving towards the capitol building less than a mile away now there's the That's evacuation order you see from uh, from the united states capitol police Evacuate Madison Building due to police activity. Occupants should remain calm and move in a safe manner to the exits. If nearby, uh, take annunciators on the way out. Close doors behind you, but do not lock. Proceed immediately to your designated assembly area and check in with your OEC. These are the orders being issued to the members of the uh, House and anybody there in the Capitol Building. That's the Madison Building and the Cannon Building. Both received evacuation orders as a consequence of this mass of humanity that continues to blast their way through the flimsy barriers, preventing them from getting close to the Capitol. Incredible stuff, folks. Here we're seeing videos that are being transmitted to us uh, minute by minute as we receive updates from people on the ground, independent journalists, and just regular people alike. Meanwhile, and here you see them pulling the barriers 
and the police struggling to pull it back. This is not Black Lives Matter, folks. This is not Antifa. These are patriots. And there you go. So at 12.30 in the afternoon, InfoWars was saying, this is not Antifa. This is not Black Lives Matter. This is us. This is Patriots. Now, do you guys uh, want to uh, play some bets on uh, what Alex Jones says about an hour later? Anybody? No. Yeah. Well, look at Alex Jones's fat face say that it was Antifa now. I ran to a bunch of experts who were witnesses to what else happened, but as soon as I saw the footage, Trump had just announced, I'm going to drive in 20 minutes over there from his big rally for a peaceful <laughs> protest here at the Capitol. Within minutes of that, everybody's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. People are attacking the police. All this crazy stuff's happening. All this crazy stuff's going down. All this crazy stuff's unfolding. And then, boom, I was like, man, they're going to do a provocateur action. And sure enough, minutes later, that happened. 95% is provocateur. We have the witnesses. We have the footage. We have so much. We have the witness footage. But we're up here. Uh, again, the city, it goes under a 6 o'clock curfew. They've declared an emergency all over somebody randomly getting shot inside the Capitol. So that was Alex Jones. I hope, I hope uh, somebody buys some of that pink Himalayan salt. Good God. Like Alex Jones, that's the, those two clips were about 90 minutes apart. Alex Jones had helped everybody march there. Um, he had done it, and then he was just like, oh, uh, this is going to be real bad for me real quick. Damn. To quote Justin Woods, fuck me running. Yeah, no, it's it's so funny because Alex Jones knows that there's a window of opportunity he can work out in. He can work in. And that window is that he's got to really just edge that. Like He's really got to have that tantric sex with an armed revolution. Because if they actually do the armed revolution, like they tried to, like they just did, he can't monetize that. He's got to act like those guys, and so he's got to act like those guys weren't part of his crew, even though there's countless fucking videos of his crew, mega hats and all the, you know, the Proud Boys assholes doing the violence. And he's got, it's so funny. He's got to turn on a dime. I played those two clips because they were in the same fucking show. It was like 90 minutes apart. If I were to play the first, like, we're, I don't want you guys to have to sit through that, but if you were to play the yeah, first 15 don't. minutes of his show on Friday, it was just nothing but, like, oh, we've proven it all. We've proven it all. It was all on TV. Like, I mean, and that's just Alex Jones. That's what he says. You know, they'd be like me telling Shay, like, I've proven it that your le- left leg is made of gold. And you're like, uh, uh, what? Like, he just says random things and says he's proven them. And it's, oh, it's so funny. And... But the reason we, I personally pay attention to asshats like Alex Jones is because that bubbles up so quickly into the actual, what is considered, you know, legitimate conservative media, like Fox News. And, I mean, Laura Ingram and Sean Hannity had on guests that that night. I'm sorry, not that night. Everything was still live feeds. But the next day, they all had on guests that were like, no, that was Antifa. They just, like, flat out just say it. It's amazing. It wasn't. I can't. Well, it's amazing they think they can get away with just saying that. That's what I'm saying. Alex Jones' show is never amazing. It's uh, actually kind of funny to watch him try to do a, a march because he's, like, real fat now. And he can't, like, walk and do the uh, chance of 1776. He's got to, like, let other people do him while he's walking. I mean, alcoholism will do that to you. Uh, I feel personally attacked. That's because you were personally attacked. 
So the result of this is that, like we said, there have been six, six dead. Five, uh, five people died the day of Wednesday. One of them was a, a Capitol Police officer. Uh, the other, the other four, we don't give a shit about because they were traitors. Um, there was one actual suicide later. That's something I don't really want to try to drill down on. Um, that's really messed up. Uh, he was a police officer who, uh, Larry Pollock, who had um, been an agent, uh, a police officer on the ground during the day. And he was so disturbed by it, apparently, that he he uh, took his own life. I, I don't know really how to explain that. The, but um, There are rumors that uh, his father had connections to Manafort, and it was all a conspiracy. But, uh, yeah. Fuck that nonsense. Not, yeah. not to say that that is true. I don't believe it is. Right, right. Whenever you're but, bringing Manafort, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I'm, I'm, I'm less than curious and more uh, skeptical. But... The final thing is that there were six people that died uh, because of this this uh, action by Donald Trump. He uh, incited this uh, incited this violence. Over fifty officers were injured that day. Um, as we are recording this podcast on Monday, the eleventh, uh, uh, Democrats and some uh, very few Republicans are calling for Trump to resign. Uh, uh, Chuck Schumer. Um, and Nancy Pelosi have actually pushed for the uh, 25th Amendment resolution to this. They just want Donald Trump out of the office. Uh, that is not being, uh, of course, received by uh, Republicans well. Uh, I believe Chuck Schumer or Nancy Pelosi has said that she would give the, uh, the uh, I guess it would be the, uh, what, it's, uh, the House, House uh, it wouldn't be the House, I'm sorry, it would be the, um, shit, what am I saying? The cabinet, the cabinet right? Cabinet, thank you. Uh, it, it, she would give the the cabinet uh, twenty four hours, twenty four to forty eight hours to uh, push the twenty uh, fifth amendment resolution, and then she would then uh, impeach the president again. Donald Trump would then be the first president in the history of the United States to be impeached twice in one term, and I am fucking here for it. Yeah, I'm. Well. I, I think the, the next step is to take inventory of the Republicans who we think might be on board, on board to, to vote for removal in the Senate. Um, we need 17 of them. I don't believe there are going to be 17 of them. But uh, where, uh, where, where do you guys think the hinge point is? I mean, Chris Christie, as far as impeachment goes, Chris Christie, who was – prepared Trump for his debate said if there's ever a time for impeachment it is now well we so. have um, some we, we have a couple of Republicans on record in the Senate saying they would vote for for removal or it won't be it won't be across I don't think it'll be across party lines no. this time or or they they have said that they believe he should resign which to me says they would vote for removal um, yeah and at this point we have Mitt Romney and uh, of course, that's that's not a big stretch. Mitt Romney voted to remove him last sure. time he was impeached. Um, right. And then also uh, Pat Toomey, who is the uh, Republican senator from Pennsylvania, who is retiring at the end of his term in 2022. Um, and the other Republican who has not yet said he would vote for removal, but has said that he thinks Trump should resign is uh, Ben Sass, the senator from Nebraska, who... Right. Is is fond of giving very pompous uh, constitutional well, speeches. He, he, I, I, just the the sort of um, 
change the subject a little bit just real quick. The fact that Ben Sass had the audacity to make jokes as a comedian on the floor of the Senate after the Capitol had been attacked by a bunch of fucking domestic terrorists. This is Cruz did the same this, thing. This is well, yeah, but but the same Sass just straight up like joked and laughed his laughed like he thought he was being hilarious and it pissed me off so i just wanted to say that well at, at least sass told his uh distasteful jokes in a speech urging uh his colleagues not to uh vote for the coup that's true but i was still <laughs> it's still uh i don't know it pissed me off it rubbed me bad well it, and and for those for those of you not um i know that i know that shay and john and and i know for you know, and I know what what impeachment and remo- removal means. If you were to impeach the the president in the House, of course he's impeached again for a second time, and then it goes to the, to the Senate to be convicted or acquitted. If he's acquitted again, then he's acquitted again. But if he's convicted and removed from office, he loses his uh, pension. He loses his. Um, uh, uh, well, now, why would, why would he want his pension, Justin? I remember during his campaign, he said he was so rich he didn't need anybody's money. I know, but the the, the mouth breathers that that I'm not that think that that was a cool thing. I'm not worried would to say that. That's... I'm not worried about the pension. I just don't want us to have Secret Service following him around for the rest of his life, protecting his sorry ass. Well, okay, that there's two more things that I haven't mentioned, and John mentioned one of them. If he is uh, impeached, he loses his Secret Service protection for the rest of his life, which I would like to go on the record and say that I don't want somebody to go out there and rub him out. I want him to be alive uh, for as long as he is healthy and can be uh, alive, and I would like the— For as long uh, as he can stay uh, in a New York prison. Well, I uh, I was gonna say that I would like to uh, watch the states like uh, New York and maybe D.C. just fuck with him uh, uh, in the legal system until he's dead. Um, but also, the thing is that he can't run again for president. If he is impeached and removed from office, he cannot run for the presidency in twenty twenty four. Which is also kind of hilarious because you would think these dickbags like uh, Josh Hawley and Ted Cruz would be. 100% behind that because you know those motherfuckers are going to run in 2024 and every year after that until their head's in a jar like on Futurama. They, they, they would rather him be a martyr and use him as their cause. Uh, that, I, mean, I guess that would make more sense, yeah. I mean, I know Shay's ready to vote for Donald Trump in 2024. Oh, dude. I mean, the rest you know, of he'll be what? 78? Yes, I, and you know he's not going to age well. I mean, that's no, no. <laughs> well, listen, Joe Biden is seventy-eight now, right? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Joe is, Biden is seventy-eight. So, just, 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 just for everybody's term of reference, there is less difference between Joe Biden's age and Donald Trump's age than there is between Shane. Oh and yeah, him. for sure. Yeah, that's just trying to yeah. give some context, but like, yeah, but I, but that's the thing though is, <laughs> yeah, I just don't see. I, yeah, Trump aging that well but we'll see man the, he'll be ravaged by dementia by then you know what, what i want to by know? then anyway <laughs> by, then. by then air quotes <laughs> yeah speaking speaking of shay voting for donald trump in 2024 you know what i want to know how many people in the georgia runoff wrote in donald trump like lynn wood was urging them to Oh, is it, that that's have, a statistic we need to know that have Good to question. be on record somewhere 
It's got to, that, that's information that's got to exist. Yeah, but right. how do you get at it? Well, that's the question. It's, well, okay, it's public so I, information. So I, I, and I will tell you guys Somebody right do now, a FOIA, damn it. No, it, it will be recorded. It will be released. Excuse me. Um, the same way that the election numbers that I use right now, I get from a collection of inputs on Facebook, whereas the actual FEC filings for the 2020 election have not been released yet like you can you can get the 20 uh 2018 midterms and the 2016 uh, elections and you can download a very awesome uh, excel spreadsheet excel spreadsheet with all the you know all of it. it's great like any any kind of thing you want to talk about like you can do cross comparisons you can do you know this subtract that that's not out for 2020 yet what Adam's saying and Shay, yeah it's there somewhere we just got to wait for them to file it and we can download it and then we can see how many of those people voted, wrote in Donald um, Donald Trump like Linwood wants them to? We haven't even discussed the fact that Linwood is uh, certifiably insane, and he has been kicked off of uh, Twitter like Donald Trump has permanently, which is also hilarious. Um, uh, Sidney Powell has been sued by Dominion for one point three billion with a B dollars billion. Uh, Sweet Jeebus, that's hilarious. Like, I, I, I say uh, this without uh, joking and without any hint of irony. I really think Linwood is unwell, and I hope he gets the help he needs. He... I, I, I believe you, and I agree with you, in that he has been one of the people that has been talked about as a respective, respected lawyer in Georgia. And I say, okay, great. But it doesn't mean you're always going to be a respected lawyer in Georgia. It doesn't mean that you can't have a bad, you know, mental health, you know, issue and still like pull that off. Like Sydney Powell was considered a very well-respected lawyer until she tried to defend uh, Michael Flynn with a bunch of QAnon bullshit, you know. And then she went off the deep end and never came back. Yeah, it's it's um and then and then the one thing I, I it's a clip i haven't played maybe i could play it have you guys seen the guy that got uh now all of these uh you know y'all kaida um i call them traitors i don't give a shit what everybody else oh, calls it's them. totally they're totally traitors right at the, at the very learning. least they have uh involved themselves with a major case of sedition so they're insurrectionists that's what i'm calling them Treason has a very specific definition, and I don't know if they quite meet it, but they definitely meet insurrection. I, I will, I will imagine that this will end up being like the insurrection of like 2021 or some shit. As the as the person on this podcast with 100 percent of the law degrees and 90 percent of the hair, that shit doesn't um, care. I, I that shit doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking fire! I'm so proud of you. Oh, that's so good. Oh, man. Anyway, go ahead. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm a little cautious about using the word treason, and I'm not ruling it out here, but, like, I, I'm going to This guy over here who's all, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm, I will say, I'm, I do have hair. You, you yeah, do. Fine. I'm crediting you with the other 10%. Okay. Yeah, there you go. What, what about, what about it. all It's getting thin up here. Anyway, what were you trying to say, Adam? I'm very, I'm very concerned about your opinion right now. I want to know what you have to say. Treason has a really specific definition, and I, right. I don't know if they're quite. 
I don't know if they're quite there. So I, I'm calling them insurrectionists out of a, an abundance of caution. Well, the insurrectionists have suddenly found out that they have done a little bit of domestic terrorism and are now on the no-fly list. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it is hilarious. They're, they're sad so, about it. Yeah, they're very upset about it, and I would like to play for you. Yeah. That's just amazing. Uh, a gentleman who is bawling in an airport, uh, uh, um, a DC airport, because he has now found out that because of his little, you know, he just dabbled a little bit, like he just put the tip in, in some domestic terrorism, and now he's on the no-fly <laughs> his, list. His entire life's fucked. Fuck uh, every single one of you, but this is what they do to us. What they do to us? They get me off this plane, they call me a fucking terrorist, and they want to fucking ruin my life. I just I, I just want to say that that like crack in his in his voice. Oh yeah, it's just icing on the cake. It makes well, me I, it makes me feel that. better. I'll, I'll be I, honest. I just, yeah, I just want you guys to know that if like MAGA insurrectionists finding out that they're on the no fly list was like a a, a premium subscription service like hbo i would pay for it oh yeah well i i also like to talk about i would also like to see like how many of them think that being on the no fly list is like the bare minimum of shit that's going to happen to them soon it's <laughs> well, like because we've already heard about a lot of people that have been identified and like fucking booted from their jobs and uh there's a meme going around now that i actually love it's like it's a it's a woman uh she's a, a very blonde woman in a red coat and the, the meme says, when you voted for the travel ban and end up part of the travel ban. Yeah. <laughs> so that shit's good. Um, well, guys, I think we still have a country for now. Uh, we, we can we can come back and talk about this later and see like how we turn uh, this kind of uh, woo fuckery into uh, what we hope is going to be a successful uh, Biden administration. But before we do that... Uh, Fun stuff. What's everybody doing to get through this shit? What's everybody watching or doing? Other than drinking, because I'm doing an absolute shitload of that. That's like more than usual. That's honestly about all I've, I've been doing. Yeah. I watched season three of Cobra Kai in one day. Hell yeah. I have, shit. to this day, never seen any of those Karate Kid movies, so I don't have any nostalgic attachment to the show, but I hear it's good. Everyone that loves it, it really fucking loves it. Um, I uh, I've watched uh, season. I've started watching season three of Star Trek Discovery, which is so much better than the first two seasons because they do this fun thing in the first two seasons where they come up with a bunch of bullshit that doesn't jive with like sixty years worth of Star Trek continuity. Right. And then it the, fucked up the canon. But at the end of season two, they use time travel is a MacGuffin and they say <laughs> alright Spock don't ever talk about any of this shit it's like it never happened official Starfleet directive and then they throw Discovery the ship in the show forward 930 years to after the Federation is gone so it's it's it, it, it doesn't have any of the boundaries of Star Trek and it's really fucking good like it's really good. Um, it reminds me more of Star Wars than anything else, but uh, that's been pretty sweet. 
And then At, Shay, I believe I believe your comment to me was uh, read the synopsis of the the season finale of se- uh, episode of uh, season two, yes. and then just jump right into season yes. three and say, and you're it. good to go. Like it because because it's great because the production values are. I mean, okay, and don't get me wrong. Like I like the first two seasons, but there's a lot of eye roll stuff there where you're like, okay. I mean, I understand you're trying to do your own thing, but you've got you know. 50 years of television history that you're just kind of telling to go fuck itself right now and that sucks uh so it's fine if you like star trek i say give it a shot but if you just want some fun you read the synopsis of the first two seasons and then you start season three (laughs) yeah Yeah. and then uh like you said at the top of the show that harley quinn show that's animate the animated show on hbo max is so much better than it should be uh it is if Venture Brothers had a baby with Batman. That's what it is. Well, I've never watched Adventure Brothers, and I haven't watched the Harley Quinn show, but I do know that, um, was it Kaylee Cuco? Yes. From the, 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 yeah, what's her name? That does She's the voice of Harley Quinn, right? Right. She does the voice of Harley Quinn. I have heard nothing but good things about that. And uh, she did an interview lately where she joked, like, I would like more people to watch the show because uh, apparently the DC fans are uh, really, uh, you know, enjoying it. And I just don't want it to get canceled because I love doing this character and it's just a shitload of fun. And so, like, there hasn't been a bad thing I've heard about that. Um, And HBO Max is, like, trying to cultivate her and to do more things with her and and Holly Quinn, which is always fun. Um, now, am I the only person that is watching The Expanse right now? Yes. Uh, I actually dropped off, didn't watch season four, um, and I'm almost done with Star Trek Discovery season three, so I'm going to fucking do that. Yeah, I, after I, I finish I, that, I'm going to watch it. I was going to say, I, I've actually, uh, one, of the, one of the things that I have completed recently was uh, The Mars on Netflix, um, so which got me into the whole sci-fi actual somewhat oh, nice. so, somewhat yeah. real, realish um you know space travel space living uh, yeah. so i actually i've watched probably the first three or four episodes of the expanse because i've i've seen i've seen stuff about it before i actually thought about reading the book a while back Bless never never got around to it um and i don't know I, I don't know if i was maybe not paying much attention or what i didn't really get into it right at first i need to try to get back into it but uh there for a while i was i was on a big uh kick on the the space travel that was one of the things the other thing that i just on a side note the other thing was fargo uh season three i completed that recently really great that's pretty i watched like the first first season and like i'm I'm, like in the middle of the second well the the good thing about it is you can get in on any season and it's a completely different story so it's not like you have to start at the beginning so uh no, uh, season three, it's uh, Ewan McGregor plays like two different guys. They're basically twin, br- well, not basically, they are twin brothers, but they're different people who basically fucking hate each other. So that's that's pretty interesting. Well, like, I, I, I believe that John, I believe you and Shay both tried to uh, were telling me to to read, or not read, um, uh, the, uh, actually that was my buddy. Um, uh, Will trying to get me to read the bank that the book that the uh, first season of True Detective was based off of the orange, the Yellow King, and Rachel and I power through the, the that first season of True Detective because it was amazing. Oh, 
And yeah. the fact that all three seasons, yeah, all three seasons are separate detectives and separate stories, it's 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 uh, it's actually kind of been a problem to get back into it because like I want to get back into those detectives doing it, another story, but no, they're all good. It, yeah. It's it's got its upsides and like to me, True Detective, I I appreciate the first one much more than <laughs> personally, but I have never seen True Detective. It's good shit. You like it, Jake? I'm sure. Very, very Donald, very not Donald Trump. I'm sorry. Very uh, game. Uh, fuck. Uh, very. Um, God, you got to talk Tower. about him all the time. Fuck. I know. Very, very, very Tower esque in their approach to this this uh, serial killer. Very good. Very good. Um, uh, so, also, am I the only person that has been paying attention to or watched a Snowpiercer? I mean, I saw it a while. Are you talking about the the movie? Well, the movie was good. Uh, that's not going anywhere. Uh, they had a they have a TNT series now that is the years before the movie. I don't have cable because it's 2021. I don't think uh, that Snowpiercer was good enough to warrant a prequel show. I yeah, uh, I'm going to say that too. It's it's all right. It's <laughs> fine. Um, I would like it's I, fine. I would like to say that for now uh this the podcast will be suspended while I travel to West Virginia and kick out of the <laughs> Um, man, longest podcast because, ever. Right. Well, I mean, we're pot. I don't know, man. We're at this has got to be a record. We're got to be at three hours now. This is bullshit. Let's, I don't know. The, well, there was that, that one where Ben uh, went on a total shit show. Make any sense. Yeah, that went pretty long. Well, I guess that that's our cue to wrap this up, boys. We, we've talked for I don't know two and a half hours at this point. I don't know. Uh, 2.22 right now. Oh, okay, clock. that's uh, not as long as I thought. As the clock, we, we uh, waited a long time for yeah. somebody. That's alright. Yeah, the first 20 minutes of that is probably going to be shaved off because we were waiting for Adam's insights and just just boyish good looks. Um, alright, so uh, as we say all the time, we hope you enjoy listening to this. We enjoy the absolute shit out of doing it. Uh, I can speak for me personally. I get to uh, touch base with my little brother, and usually I get to touch base with some of my some of our friends that I don't get to see uh, all the time because they live far away, uh, COVID withstanding. Um, you should be able to find this podcast anywhere you find your podcast. Uh, there, I've been getting a lot of emails from Google. I think they're moving everything to YouTube. I don't know. Yeah, the the what was Google Music is now uh, just YouTube or Google Play. YouTube, it's. It's now like YouTube music or I don't know, something. I don't know how they do that shit. You sh- yeah, whatever. Our podcasts are going to be where we can find them. You should be able to find them on Google Play, iTunes, and YouTube. Uh, I-, I told Shay this. I don't. Know I would love Spotify if you ever get around to it because that's what I'll use. Don't I have to pay? I don't think uh, so. That's for like real podcasts. I don't know. We'd have to look into that. Let me let me look into that. Let me look into that. If I can, if I could toss this up on Spotify too, that'd be fine too. But right now, Google Play, iTunes, and YouTube. Uh, I was telling Shay, and I don't know if you guys heard, but like, I got I got really lax about throwing stuff up on YouTube, and then I looked at it, and like, like the uh, SoundCloud uh, recording might get like you know uh, twenty four uh, listens, and then like the same one for YouTube would get forty. I'm like, who are these people on YouTube that are listening to our podcast? <laughs> so that was yeah. I don't. Are I don't, you know, not that, able that to see that? Good. There probably there there probably are a lot more people on YouTube. I'm sure. Right, right. I, I usually I use SoundCloud, but I don't. Yeah, I was just a lazy dick. So yeah, I will make sure that all the podcasts are thrown up on YouTube 
when they're thrown up on SoundCloud. And I personally will take John's request. Are you are you getting any on. revenue from YouTube? Not at all. Actually, we would always get uh, we are our, our, uh, a friend and fan of the pod, uh, Logan, one of the guys I went to high school with. He's a, uh, a, a music teacher. I'm not going to say where because I don't want him to get fired. Um, but he uh, uh, produced the the new intro and outro that everybody's been listening to. Before that, I would just steal other people's music, and then I would, of course, get a knock for uh, copyright infringement. So we could not monetize those. Oh, um, yeah. Those that makes sense. So since then, the only uh, knock we've gotten is when we uh, talked about how dumb Alex Jones was in COVID, and they misunderstood. So you've us. made fifty three cents. I could have, could have. We could have. Now we're still waiting for our donation from Adam, so that the podcast could be in the pocket of Big Adam. Yeah, well, you know, and if if you would subs- like, if you would get the damn cash app, I'd give you money, but you won't. Cash app. I ha- oh, I, okay. I will say I have the cash app. You can give me money, but I'm just gonna buy weed with it. But and that will happen. But I still would request that Adam uh, send us copy of an advertisement to read about I don't know how dumb. Uh, Ted Cruz is. Uh, whatever. I mean, I, but we'll I still it. look at pa- Patreon every week, waiting for the Woodscast to be on there, and they're not. Uh, I'll have to do that just for shits and giggles one day. But <laughs> regardless, everybody, we enjoy doing this. We hope you enjoy listening to it. Um, you can always hit us up on the Twitter and the Facebook. It's at Woodscast1776. And of course, our email is thewoodscast1776 at gmail.com because also fuck Alex Jones. And we're on way more platforms than Alex Jones or the sitting president is on. So that's fun. Um, so, uh, John, say goodbye to nice people. Goodbye. Adam, say goodbye to everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. And uh, as always, uh, remember what Captain Hydra says. Seize the means of production. <laughs> <laughs>